Hello everyone and welcome to episode 75 of Game Time with Manny. As always, Matt is here with yeah. me. And we this week has some interesting news. Uh, very light on the very, games. Very light on the games. Oh, I didn't write one that I played in here. Oh, good. So we'll get to it then. Okay. Yeah, I did play one. Okay, good. Uh, uh, so Okay, so this happened a while ago. Two weeks ago, maybe, that this news happened. And I texted you immediately upon right, writing right. it. You were the first person I was like, this is a happening. Mm-hmm. I was at lunch. Mm-hmm. And I said it out loud, and the person I was with was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so BioWare put out a letter, which this is a new Twitter trend. Have you noticed this? Mm-hmm. That people, when they are delaying things, making apologies, or announcing something, they will post a picture of a letter in um, a tweet. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. It's the easiest way to get around. I get, the... yeah, to get around the character limit. But yes. it's just hilarious. Like, we can't link you to a website or anything. We're going to embed it right here in this tweet. So Bioware put out a thing basically saying, hey, we're completely reworking Anthem, Mm -hmm. which I played to completion and thought it sucked ass. (laughs) And apparently so did literally everyone else. Right. So for that, this was rumored for a long time. It has been, yes. That it was going to be reworked. And my initial thought on that was, why waste your time? Right? I guess, like, the only reason is to try to rebuild the Bioware name. And that's fine. Like, if this game gets reworked, I will give it a shot. Will you? I will try to see if it is better. I Mm. won't give it, like, the full shot. Like, if I hate it with a couple hours, I'm going to be like, all right, we're out. But if they somehow pull the Final Fantasy XIV magic turnaround with this, it will be crazy. Because I think that they have to just fundamentally change the what the game is. Like, I, it's not a simple, like, we made the quests better, and, like, now there are different guns. Like, mm-hmm. I think it has to just be not the same. Probably. So, one of the things that they said was basically, like, they weren't going to really focus on, like, moving forward with the plot or something. They were more trying to make the game fun. Was like one of the statements they made, um, which to me, uh, so I like the flying in that game. Right. If they were to remove the limit, I think that would go a long way on like, oh, I don't have to stop every ten seconds. No, you're supposed to go in the water. And I, cool yeah, you down. go in the fucking water, and sometimes that's really cool, <laughs> but like it gets really annoying after ten seconds, and it like. It makes it so that flying was not really a part of the combat either right. because you can't really be flying unless you're just hovering. Right, which, which... for some reason gave me a boost to accuracy. Uh, but that that it just like goes against like, oh, this is the coolest part of this game is flying right. and like I guess just like don't do it most of the time. It's so, a okay way to get from point A to point B. Yeah. And in, in the game and I personally didn't like the flying. Oh, it's so good. I didn't like the shooting. The shooting was bad. They need to make that different. <laughs> I don't... This is this is the, the game that I don't know why I bought. The, I don't know why you bought it either, because I remember you saying you didn't really enjoy the demo. No, I, I hated the demo. And then you were like, we gotta get in I, I bought it day one, yeah. and then I was like, oh, that's right. 
I hated the demo. So I didn't play the demo. Right. Um, and you said well, you hated beta, it. Uh, yeah, but... but everyone else said, like, it seems okay. Right. And I was like, I'll give it a shot because well, all my, everyone else is going to be playing it. I'll give it a shot. There's a there's something in between. <laughs> and that was where they released it early to the EA. Oh, and then people said, this sucks. Yes. And yeah. then, like, that's when, like, everyone was like, it's gate kept with, like, these really stupid restrictions. So they you... changed that part, I yes. guess. Like, they patched out a lot of those weird, like, kill yeah you get like part way through the story yeah. and then you have to do all these fucking weird things like kill these specific enemies and like mm-hmm. grind all this bullshit so i guess they like ha- less there you have to do less than half of that now mm-hmm. or something or it's not as egregious as it was but yeah that was fucked up and the game was already really short so it was just like oh you're patting this <laughs> out here aren't you none of the quests were like uh, there is so much dialogue. Like you can talk to so many of those NPCs, and none of it is worth it. And, and none of it gives you new quests or gear. It's like just because you want to mm-hmm. talk to them. Fucking bizarre. And each there was only like three quests that you could play, choose from. Every single quest ended up being one of like one of those three. And I remember yeah. one of them. It was like collect the gold orbs or whatever i hate those ones yeah the gold orbs and then it unlocks the thing yeah there's just so much of it that isn't fun no and like this is why people are saying like what if it pulls a final fantasy 14 right but i don't think that it can do the same thing because final fantasy 14 was a bad mmo right there are good MMOs, so, like, you can easily turn a bad MMO into a good MMO. It but doesn't take that much. They because also... the gameplay systems are, like, you auto-attack, you know what I mean? Like, right. with Anthem, they have to comp- they would have to completely change the thing. Right. And I don't think, like, they can do that, effectively, at least. Final Fantasy XIV, was it, did they fix the base game, or did they fix it by, like... Releasing considerably better expansion. They just made a new game, like literally. It's okay. a new. So the original Final Fantasy fourteen you can't play, and then they oh, made okay. it into a Realm Reborn. Okay. But they, while they knew people weren't happy and hated it, they kept updating the main game and putting out new content for this game they knew would go away to placate the people who actually were playing it so that they could move it into a new version of the game that ended up being the one that I've been playing a lot, that that is enjoyable enough Mm. as an MMO. And it just is... I I just don't think that, like, Bioware is the one that's going to do that, you know what I mean? And I don't think that Anthem is the game to really double down like that on. Mm. Now, you played the original Division, Mm-hmm. Did you think Anthem was worse than the original Division? No, because the original Division. I, I mean, I think Anthem is. I think Anthem is way worse than the original Division. Okay. Yes. So I didn't like the original Division, right. and I stopped playing it. But that was more like it just wasn't my jam. Right. Right. It was. I recognized that like, oh, this is something that people can get really into, but it's like that modern military gear. Right. That none of it really looks the same, and there's not like a lot of the cool, weird gun things that I'm looking for. Anthem was very much could have been exactly what I was looking for, and then it just shit the bed in all regards. Right. Right. Whereas it, it also just seems weird because it just seems like it's so hard trying to be Destiny. And they just missed all of the core lessons that Destiny <laughs> learned somehow. Whereas, like, the Division I, 2 actually took a lot of that stuff and people really liked that game. Like, I, I don't know, man. But even the original Destiny, like, 
at least that played like extremely oh, yeah, well. Oh, it was a really Bungie makes great it, shooters, yeah, and yeah. that's why when they said, "Oh, Anthem is a shooter," I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Like Mass Effect had fine shooting like it's a fine third person shooter right by the third one they by got the there. by the third one they got there so this would in theory have that but the andromeda happened where somehow that had like slightly worse shooting tech than mass effect 3 so like i don't yeah I, but i was gonna say even andromeda had like competent shooting it was yeah, it's right. fine Th- this is it was yeah, just yeah. weird and they spent so long making it that it seemed like one of those things where they were just gonna let it rot mm. I have no idea how you could possibly convince EA to be like, yeah, we need money to redo this, to fix this. It, do, you, I, do you actually think it is just a thing where like they assume no one will buy Dragon Age because this was so bad well, that they have to rebuild any goodwill at all? Well, I mean, like this is two misses in a row. Yeah. Both pretty large yes. misses. <laughs> yes. One killed one of my favorite franchises of all time, and this one killed Bioware, essentially. So, like... Yeah, so, that's why, like... Now, this is not the direction I would take to get Goodwill. Well, I... What would you possibly do Just at this point? release the Mass Effect original trilogy and put it all into one. I guess, but then that also seems like you could also, that could just be seen as like, oh, here's our shitty cash grab because we fucked up twice. Yeah, but like you do work to it and you put like the Mass Effect 3. No, but we both know that wouldn't happen. Well, that's what you do. You you put more work into it than than necessary. EA wouldn't let that happen. I... They can't let that happen. Maybe well, they're they doing should... this, though. They, maybe they're going to let Respawn make it now. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> explain to me why they're putting all this work into Anthem, and they were like, Mass Effect doesn't deserve the f- to be fixed. That's that's I, another I, logical... No, I, like... I know, that doesn't make sense either, but, no. like, I think a lot of the things the EA is doing doesn't make sense. Like, they just gave Vince Zampella free reign over that right. DICE studio... Like, Respawn's already a fucking shooter studio. Why do you need him to be at DICE to make a fucking Battlefield game? You know what I mean? It just doesn't... I, I don't, what is EA? What, I, what do they got going on? My other Star Wars games. theory is that they just really want to have a live service shooter. I get... I mean, that's and what makes the cash money these days. So... Does it? I mean, for Ubisoft and for Bungie. I mean, like, yeah, but Ubisoft makes... I do you think the Division Two sells better than like Assassin's Creed? I I don't know the answer to that. But yeah, I, I mean it. I'm not saying like I assume like, but I mean the Division Destiny. also just put out an expansion right. and it was like huge and people love it. So I right. you know I I'm not I'm not saying like they sell poorly or anything. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if like. I have no idea if... No, but I like, also... It's one of those things where, like, an Assassin's Creed game probably doesn't have the longevity. You know what I mean? No, like, no. after a certain point, if people aren't buying the Assassin's Creed game, there's not much you can do to keep them playing. Whereas, like, that's well, why just, companies want this. I mean, you could put out more DLC, but it, well, at that a certain was point, say, it's not a multiplayer thing that encourages you to log in every day. The Assassin's Creed formula was just release a new Assassin's Creed game I know, every year. And that's... <laughs> yeah. So it's not, like, necessarily where they're, like, Hey, we need to get somebody playing this this Assassin's Creed game. We'll just get them to play. No, but that's the scam, quote unquote, of these games. Is like, oh, it's the same game, and we're not upgrading the tech really at all. We're just pumping out new assets, so it's a lot cheaper and easier. I I realize. So I would assume you're probably right. EA almost certainly wants that, Mm -hmm. but I the Old Republic still exists as an MMO. Like they have a thing that does that. 
also, if that's what you want, you need someone who's really good at making a shooter. <laughs> so, oh, you mean the RPG company? Is yeah, that yeah. who you pick? I mean, like, especially when you have, you know, respawn, respawn, and like dice is good enough at it. You know what I mean? It it just. The whole thing is bizarre. But and I, in fairness, Respawn gave them their the battle royale, so like, yeah. So like, but yeah, that's not the direction I would take it. Do you want to just go into the next EA conversation? Oh yeah, which this one? Okay, I saw this headline mm. and I got excited for. A split second. Until you realize that everybody's gone. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You can't do that. Companies can't do this. It's Mm -hmm. like when Microsoft says, oh, Rare is making this. I'm like, oh, good. Zero people who (laughs) made Rare what it was are doing that. And they've basically lost their identity at this point. So Need for Speed is going to be made by Criterion Games again. Right. Right? Criterion used to be the big racing game studio for EA. They made most of the good Burnout games. Right. And they made a few good Need for Speed games when Burnout was phased out. And then Criterion was relegated to being a support studio. And they helped make, like, literally everything. Like, they're just Mm -hmm. a support studio. And Ghost Games who I believe they're taking over for, was the Mm -hmm. ones making these mediocre to bad Need for Speed games. I played 10 hours of the the most recent one. Which is probably mediocre. It It was was all right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's fine. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to argue. Like, I'm not going to say they're outright terrible all the time, but they're not great. It wasn't good enough to buy. Okay, great. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) But that's back of the box (laughs) quote. Back of the box quote for that. But that's what I'm saying is like, they weren't able to do it. Right. So now you take this studio who has mostly been support for like five or more years mm-hmm. and be like, well, you get to make the Need for Speed game now. Mm-hmm. Except what sucks for them is that now people who don't know any better will associate, oh, like, I loved the games Criterion made ex- without taking into account that almost no one who worked there before or you knew from making those games probably works there. Kind of like Bioware? Yeah, Probably. and a, a lot of people had moved to Ghost Games, and right. they said, "Oh, well, we'll keep some of the key people from Ghost Games." So, like, this just seems like a weird thing where it's still going to be mostly Ghost Games, but it's yeah. called the Criterion. I don't understand. I That's see- cool. I would love for Criterion to put out a dope Need for Speed game. I would love that. See, I, what I would have done is. Move it back to Criterion, sure, just to change up the name, but then also change up the franchise and say, like, they're making a Burnout game, just because I feel like the Need for Speed franchise is so tainted, oh, that name. and that's that's what I don't get. Like, I thought the same thing. I was like, why wouldn't you just let them make a Burnout game? Right. The last fucking Burnout game was Burnout Paradise, which people still love now. And that remaster was alright. Yeah, and the remaster was alright, so, like, why take mm-hmm. Need for Speed, which has been historically bad year over year right. since uh hot the, pursuit this entire generation has been, it's been a garbage jump why wouldn't you just mm-hmm. be like okay it's a burnout game you guys you the cars can crash yeah, it'll it, be it's, sick it's, it's literally need for speed but the cars can crash and you don't have to use you don't have to buy the like yeah, you don't have to buy the licensed cars so it's cheaper as well right <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I don't know. I'm not a business person, so like EA probably is crunching these numbers on Anthem and this and being like, mm, this will be good, mm-hmm. or it's a better way to market it. 
But but as I said, the Need for Speed name is so well. But broken. I also feel I also feel like Need for Speed hasn't even been selling well enough I for don't... them to continue on. I I don't think so. I... Like I don't know that any of them. Like I would be. I guess I that's a dumb thing to say. The last one probably sold at least a million copies. Probably I would guess. I would but like guess that still. Mm. I bet it doesn't sell anywhere near what they would like it to no. at this point. So I. I mean, the only reason why I got it was because I picked up EA Access for a couple months, and I was like, oh, this is a 10-hour free trial. I'll try this, and then I played it, and I was like, all right, I went through the trial. I don't think I want to buy the game, but (laughs) it was okay. Yeah, and I just... Oh, God. Hoppers... I love Hot Pursuit. Yeah. The recent Hot Pursuit. That game was so good. But... Guess how long ago that was? It was so long ago. 11 years ago, I think. I, it, was it was 2009, so, I believe. It was so long ago. And I just... Huh? We deserve but we deserve more from this. I and think, I just don't... I think we deserve Need for Speed to be taken out back and just shot in the head. I just don't understand why they didn't make it burn out. It, <laughs> yeah. It's so weird because like at least that way you're like, oh, this brand is way less tainted and well, we could continue. And that's the other thing. You have a new studio which they could completely fuck it up and it could just be a mitigated disaster like WW2K20 this year. Yeah. Where like if it ends up like tainting burnout, like, oh, well, we haven't released a burnout game in like 15 years. Like, oh, well, now we can just... Fix it up and have them fix it. Fix up the engine and release it as a Need for Speed game, worst case scenario or whatever. Like I, I just feel like I don't know. And so the other weird thing to me about about this to me is, do you remember uh, before they relegated Criterion to a weird support studio where they announced that weird game they were making that seemed like it was just the crew? Where you could have like boats and shit, oh, and no, you would like go parasail. Okay, well they like showed weird concept art of this game. Where like, yeah, it's gonna be like whatever. It's all vehicles. You do this thing, and it never surfaced again ever. So I wonder if this game will be that. <laughs> <laughs> Need for speed, but boats. Well, and, I mean, every like it was like everything. Yeah, or, like yeah. doing whatever. But Need for Speed, but everything is speed. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, okay. It just blows my mind. I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah. This next Need for Speed game. Uh huh. Will it be better or worse than Fast and Furious Crossroads? Mm. <laughs> Less fun, for sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Less fun, but it'll probably be a better game. I think that's true. I think it'll look better. <laughs> so I, I heard someone say something. About that Need for Speed game, or not Hop, Speed, uh, the, the Fast and Furious game that I thought was so true. Mm-hmm. They said, so it's being made by the people who made Project Cars. Right. And you really notice that it was people who only develop cars when you see what the people look like. <laughs> and but I was the like, cars didn't look great either. Look, I'm willing to give them a pass <laughs> until I see what it looks like in the final version. I, we... S- we saw it in December and it's releasing in May. I don't have faith that it's going to look better than... That was a, It was the opposite of a graphical downgrade. We're going to get a graphical acceleration. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's fine. Yeah. I'm excited for that game. I'm not excited for whatever the next Need for Speed is. Does that come out right before? It, like right at the same time as okay. the movie. Yeah, so I can just get hype about the movie mm-hmm. while I stream it to a bunch of people who are also excited about the movie. You know, with the way it looks, I bet 
the Switch could run it. I bet the Switch could run it <laughs> as well. You could play it at, at, the, at the movies. <laughs> I'm going to be too hype at the actual movie to do that. All right. I per- Can we just take a second? I really appreciate what you wrote here. <laughs> Jeff Jeff Keighley gone. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> so this is, this is wild to me. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a big deal because yeah, yeah. E3 is falling apart at the seams. They're mm-hmm. doxing everyone who goes there. They're, uh, Sony's not going to be there again right. during a console launch year. Uh, uh, e- uh, technically, EA and Microsoft haven't been there at least in a couple yeah, years. And just like so it, I assume they're not getting that money. It seems like it's just a sad, sad time. And every right. time someone puts out a statement about how they're not going to be there, they reiterate that uh, the E3 is going to be sick. We love it. We're dedicated to making it awesome. And then Jeff Keighley. Captain World Exclusives is not going to be there. He tweeted out a letter, as most people do now, <laughs> that uh, he will he will not be there. But right. that alone, at, take that at face value, okay, right. he just won't be there this year. It was the part where he said that uh, he was not thrilled with the direction they were trying to take the show Right. that was like... Mm, interesting what does that mean what what does it take dude is the big this is mean to say but he is like the world's largest sellout to try to get goodwill for his awards show right so like he always does the e3 palooza for youtube which is like hosted by the esa i think what would it take for him to just be like no thanks yeah because like like it, it would have to just be really shitty i would assume yeah, I don't... I have no idea. Because he was... All that, like, backstage stuff, he was basically the face of it. Yeah, and, like, he is the person who would be the most plugged in to what the E3 plans are for this right. year, right? Like, he would be one of the people that they would have to let know up front stuff about it so he could pull people to interview. Mm-hmm. And, like, he also... Uh, worked with them last year to do the Coliseum stuff. Right. So, like, all the panels that happened for people who went and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, this this also does not... <laughs> I don't think this bodes very well. No. In general. Do you think they're going to try to replace him? And who do you think they would choose? Adam Sessler. I don't think he would do it no. anymore. Uh, I have no idea, but because I, there's no one like him no. at that same level of like trust, I guess, for him to not totally blow a bunch of reveals and do a bunch of dumb bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I feel like someone like uh, kind of funny's Greg Miller would be like, I would do it, and yeah. and I don't think people would like that because he is a bit of a. He's not the most well-liked just because he's so over the top. and Yeah, and pe- people for sure see Greg as a shill for a lot of stuff. Yes, yes. But, uh, I, mean, he... but I mean, he just has genuine enthusiasm, yes. so it seems like that all the time. But I just... But, so he's one that I could see doing. Have you ever seen the meme that Jeff Keighley is the Doritos Pope, and he has the Pope hat, but it's made of Doritos bags, yes. and he's got the Mountain Dew? I really like that meme. Have you ever been to his <laughs> website? No. And it is the most bizarre picture you would ever see on his... I think it's his contact page. Like, I don't... This is bad podcasting, but, like, 
I would recommend anybody to go to, let me just go to his website here, jeffkeely.com or something. It's, okay, what is, God, I can't, it is the weird, okay, I spelled his name wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's got weird pictures anyways. Okay, yes, it's, oh, I spelled Jeff, uh, just completely wrong, contact. I don't like this, his picture that he uses for everything I do not like. Uh, this other picture you're going to be a big fan of. <laughs> he's holding, like, a <laughs> Xbox 360 controller <laughs> in, in front of, like, a car that's, just like when Actually, what the <laughs> fuck is going and on? And then like in this rearview mirror, he's staring at himself. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> I told and you, you're right. It's Jeff Keeley. <laughs> you're right, everybody. It's JeffKeeley.com and G E O F F K E I G H L E Y dot com slash contact. To check this out, <laughs> can we get in touch and say, hey, this is uh, the podcast game time with Manny. We want to know what the fuck is happening in this photo. I thought you would appreciate I it. I do. I will never stop thinking about this now because there's also this text on the dashboard yeah. that says, I know the, is, and there's no more to it. Is Is there more to this picture? That's the other question. Oh okay, my god! I know the game, do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. There is more to the picture. There's cars flying in the background They were here. cropping that shit out. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Well, he's trying to hide the goods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this fucking dashboard. Oh my god. Alright, well, he will no longer be at E3. <laughs> Maybe he's going to be recreating this image. <laughs> so yeah, E3 is going to yeah. be weird. This photo is weird. <laughs> wow. That's all. I, I don't have a lot more to add to that. No, I, I just no. E3 is going down the tubes, I think. They mm-hmm. they don't have much left to lose no. at this point. Maybe they'll dox everyone again this year, and then it'll really be over for them. <laughs> they'll dox the, the people that they didn't dox this year. They recently made a statement about that, where they're just like, yeah, like, now it's, like, secure. Mm-hmm. There's one thousand percent a class action lawsuit against them. Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, I so, uh, someone wrote into a podcast I listened to recently where they said we want to hear from people who had like real ramifications, and it was a guy who has to remain anonymous, obviously, uh, but he said that he had to get rid of his phone because people kept calling him so much, and it was a week after he had moved into the house that he, in theory, was going to live in for the rest of his life with his wife and kids, mm-hmm. and people like knew where he lived, and now awesome. he uh, was going to have to move again mm. so they should have to cover the cost of that i feel like because that's fucking crazy yeah yeah that's good thing we we're not popular that i yes we were uh, saved also now i would know better and i would get a p.o box beforehand and be like this is my address yeah that, uh, and i would put in 1-800-GET-FUCKED is my number or something i feel like we... streamers probably have helped p.o boxes stay alive <laughs> That is probably true. Because, yeah, you don't, you want to get stuff sent to a P.O. box, yes, not to yes. your actual home address. All right. So the, this one here, Quantic Dream, mm-hmm. they're independent now. Yes. David Cage is freeballing out there. He's no longer making games just for Sony, Sony. and then porting them to PC later. Right. He's letting it rip yeah, and it's all over. Completely self-publishing. And, I, and in the article, it also said that they were looking to... 
help publish other <clears throat> others as well. I wouldn't want Quantic Dream to publish my game. Why not? If I was going to pick. Well, because they're just so good and reputable yes. and everyone loves David Cage is such a good person. It's I true. can't be associated with someone who's so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Boy. <laughs> I, I think about Detroit Become Human oh, too much, some might say. I It will never leave my brain. I remember when I first got that. There are things that I like that I forget about. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that game. I just remember I bought that game, and then, like, I had it perfectly set up, so, like, when you walked in the house and saw that, and you were just like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, oh, boy. And then, oh, my God, you can free, the the robot lady on the menu, you could free her. Oh, yeah, yeah. What a fucking, what a game. I will stay, the Connor stuff was alright. I just watched an entire playthrough of... The Blade Runner video game from the mid '90s. Mm-hmm. It is a better game about robots than <laughs> Detroit Become Human. It also runs parallel with the original Blade Runner in a way that is fucking buck wild, and really? they got a lot of the voice actors from the, the movie, mm. with the exception of Harrison Ford, because he's not in it. Right? Because Decker would be Decker Kane or whatever his name is. Decker Shaw. Nope, that's from the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I think it is Deckard Kane. No. I can't remember the name of the main character of Blade Runner, but yeah, that game is a good robot game. Huh? So, Do you think it, it? And you think it holds up decently no, well? No. Okay. It is like so. It is that kind of adventure game that is so obtuse that if you're not using a walkthrough, you're not gonna get it. Okay. Um. So yeah, and there's a bunch of different endings. Uh, this is wildly off topic. Yeah. That's uh, right. But it's random who the replicants are. Okay. So like, it will randomly choose at the beginning of your playthrough which characters are actually robots. So then, how do you do walkthroughs? So well, that that, that just is like a story element. Oh. Okay. So you you can put people in the machine that they use to determine whether or not they're ro- they're mm-hmm. robots, and like it will be different each game, hmm. and the ending will be different depending on who those people are and you don't have any yeah not really i think there's only a set number of things it can be but that that seems super wild unless like you play it once and then you play it again and it ends up being the same thing for the second time in a row yeah that would happen to one of us it would yeah but that that seems like a super cool concept (laughs) especially for back then oh yeah absolutely yeah uh and the last thing here there was an animal crossing nintendo direct and let me tell you matt Mm -hmm. i so badly wanted to be March 20th so that I can play Animal Crossing New Horizons because everything about it makes me happy. All right, cool. And I'm very excited. You can now... They showed off a lot of stuff about it, but you can put paths on the ground, mm-hmm. and it's not just setting a pattern on the ground like I had to do in the 3DS version. So you can make paths with the game's blessing. You can terraform the land. Oh, God, it's so you can you can use the amiibo cards to invite them to stay on your island and then you can have them live on your island so i have a lot of amiibos over there but you can't have those ones live with you because they're actual characters like right right but i have amiibo cards mm-hmm. and so i could have them live with me <clears throat> my boy apollo i have his card and he could come live with me he's an eagle did that come with 
the Animal Crossing board game, or did you buy that separately? There was a pack of cards that came with the, uh, Amiibo Festival, okay. yeah, and I think I bought a pack of cards separately as well. Smart. smart. Uh, and now I might buy more packs of cards. <laughs> they got me good. Oh yeah. Uh, it will. It'll be the third game to use the Nintendo Switch Online app, following Splatoon and Super Smash Brothers. So you can text chat or voice chat poorly uh, in the game okay. with that phone app. I still don't understand Fortnite. You don't have to use that, and you can just. Oh yeah, because you just don't have to. Because Fortnite makes enough money that they could just be like, that's stupid. And I wish that Nintendo would be like, I think at this point they're just like, we can't go back on what we mm-hmm. said. We can't go back on it. It's just hard to explain to my cousin why he can talk to his friends in uh, in Fortnite, but then he can't talk to them in Splatoon. Oh, he, well, he can. Uh, he can. He can. But he doesn't have a phone. He's only 10. All right. Well, he could if he had a phone. <laughs> but also, plot twist, you can't. Did I ever tell you about the time me and Nukio were like, let's try to use it for Smash? No. It was awful. Oh, I'm sure it was. So there was some weird thing where we could hear each other when we were in the match. Mm-hmm. And then when we would go back to the lobby, it would like disconnect us until we were back into the match. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, after like the fourth match, I was like, you just want to use Discord? I was going to say, like... And he was like, yeah, let's just go to Discord, because mm-hmm. it just kept cutting. And I was like, I I don't know when the app is breaking, or when it thinks we should not be able to talk. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, I mean, like, I bet Discord could get an app working on the Switch that lets you talk to people, and then play games at the same time. Yeah. Give them... 12 hours. I bet they could get that to work. <laughs> yeah, I. it's fine. Nintendo's doubling down on this dumb bullshit, though. The text chat's pretty cool, though, because... Just text messages. No, but then it's not in the game, like your character's saying it. Oh. I did like that part. Okay, I see, I didn't watch the direct. Yeah, that part will look cool. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's Animal Crossing, except mm. now you can, like, craft stuff. Right. And also, you can buy stuff regularly. But anyway, there are so there's always new villager type animals. There are chameleon people now, and I need a chameleon person. Do you know what will happen? I will not get a chameleon person. And Jumbo will get like four of them. I Jumbo doesn't have a switch, so oh. he can't get my cool <laughs> friends this time. <laughs> That's for everyone else to yeah, take. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so it just, everything about it, mm-hmm. it was like a 20, 25 minutes, and it just, fucking, God, I love Animal Crossing, because I am sad mm-hmm. most of the time, but when I have Animal Crossing, I'll just be able to go to a magical fun world right. where everything is great, and everybody <clears throat> loves me. Yeah, I plan on getting this, I just kind of like, I it's one of those where I don't want to really know, and I just kind of want to experience whatever, because I, I don't really know much about Animal Crossing, other than, like, I have a general idea of what type of game it is, but... And they're really <clears throat> just full-on embracing the fact that people think that Tom Nook is a mobster thug man. <laughs> In the direct, he, mm-hmm. like, the way he talks about how you owe him $98,000 was perfecto. He's basically just like, yeah, you no interest or anything, but you do owe me that money, and I expect it to come in a reasonable amount of time. Is it fun to like work on paying him off? 
Uh, no, I mean, not really. Okay. But uh, it's, it's, it's it'll be the same in theory as it has in all the other ones, where you catch bugs and fish and sell them, and then you pay it off. Is that, like, when you pay it off, is that basically the quote-unquote end of the game? And- no, you pay it off, and then you can take out a loan from him so that you can add on to your house. Oh. There is no end. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, kind of like Stardew Valley. So, like... you, I mean, eventually your house would be maxed out, yes. So then if you wanted to say that was, like, the quote-unquote end of the okay. new content. But then newer ones have also added stuff where if you do certain things, you can upgrade the stores and things, too. Mm-hmm. So, there, I mean, eventually you could be like, oh, I've unlocked everything, right. quote-unquote, if you wanted to go that route. But, okay. Uh, now I don't have to individually, uh, you can, like, make your own designs to put on flags and shirts. You can scan QR codes with the phone app to just get other people's. So that'll be really easy for me to steal all kinds of really cool pixel art pictures of Charizard now, which I did in the 3DS version. Uh, and so that's cool. You can put the pictures on coffee cups now. Wait, how do the QR codes work? With your phone and the app. Oh, you have to use the app, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say, because like, the Switch doesn't have a camera. Yeah, uh, but other than that, I mean, they showed just it looks so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of the shots, people noticed that there was a gravestone. <laughs> oh, so I need to know what that's about. I have to know. They didn't talk about it in the direct. I assume it characters was in the have never died in another. No, but people think that it is Mister Resetti <clears throat> who would always come and get mad if you shut the game off without saving. Uh, because now you, you can't oh. shut the game off, which would be so sad because I love Mr. Rossetti. And hopefully no one dies in the Animal Crossing world. That'd be too sad for me. So wait, what do you, like, you shut the game off and then you turn it back on and Mr. Rossetti And he'd be like, up? he'd be like, what the fuck, dog? You gotta save your game. Uh, and so <clears> you could, I, me and Kelvin did this when we were younger on the GameCube. We would just keep turning it off. And eventually he does all kinds of weird shit. Like there's one where he pretends like he's actually deleting your save. And so the screen goes black. And then he's like, yeah, save deleting. And then he comes back and is like, we could never do that to you. <laughs> but fucking save the game. So it didn't have auto-saving? No. Not that I assume thing. now it does. Uh, I don't know that it does still. Really? I, it might now, but in the it's be it has a lot of Animal Crossing has a lot of data to save. That's why people are going off the fucking deep end that it can't be uploaded to the cloud and you like can only recover it once if you pay for Nintendo online. There it's buck wild out there. Also, you can have eight people on the same island, so like we could technically share an island if we wanted to. Okay. So like we could live on the same island and have the same villagers and stuff and work together on like projects and stuff. That I think is a cool concept. Do, does it expand the island? No. Still the same size. Okay. So that's that's weird. But I assume that that will be cool for like people who stream it. Right. So then like they can decorate it all cool and hang out. Uh you can have eight people playing at the same time any local or is there is local they showed that and that's four people but then you pick someone to be the leader and the the screen follows them Mm. and there's no real reason to ever play in my opinion people will disagree there's never a real reason to play multiplayer in animal crossing unless you're like going to someone's town to trade items or you want to show them how sick your house is or if you're like i'm an adult and i have like a four-year-old who definitely can't play this yeah on so something like that yeah like there are use cases for it yeah yeah and now it seems like that is much easier to do mm-hmm. 
uh, and yes, it can be local co-op or online mm-hmm. type stuff. So that's cool. I I could say so many specific things about it, but it just it's it's Animal Crossing again, right. and it is magical. Uh, God, I want the Animal Crossing Switch so bad. If this is as good as you think it's going to be, mm-hmm. will it compete for Game of the Year? Uh, usually I would say yes, but this year specifically, I think I will have to say no. Okay. I mean, it'll probably be in your top ten. Yeah, definitely. But it, it also, Animal Crossing is just one of those things that I like a lot, but it never gets me... Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't like ever go to that upper level because yeah, yeah, there yeah. is no real plot or anything. It just ends up being like, oh, this is like a fun, good time type thing, and it's enjoyable to like chill out and. No, when you do play, things. how often do you like? How long are your play sessions usually? It depends how far I am in the game. Like at the beginning, you can't really do yeah, a yeah. ton, and unless you're just really on that money grind. But then some things are like season based or whatever. So mm-hmm. I usually it depends a couple hours if if that. Sometimes if you just want to get in and like do things that you know happen once a day or whatever, mm-hmm. like a half hour or whatever. But it it all depends on what you're trying to do. I mean, if you're just really trying to make a lot of money, you can grind bugs forever. But it's not the most exciting thing in the world. Now, are there like time of day events where like if you play in the morning, this stuff? Uh, happens? Yeah, sometimes. So like that stuff is weird because in the beginning, especially in the newer ones, like you don't have much, and there are not many people with shops and stuff. Right. But then as you buy from them more or like new people come there are events like that Mm -hmm. uh and they showed one of the other things they showed was uh holiday events happen in animal crossing right but they said they're going to be doing all of those by update so the first one when when the game launches there will be easter themed content because it launches at the end of march how are people reacting to that i'm fine i was just wondering because like that means in 10 years when they're no longer updating well so i think it means that they're updating it and then it will just be in the patch but i I don't know okay i I didn't know if like and so i i didn't i don't know where people got this from but people said there is no more time travel like you can't actually skip ahead in time I, i don't know where people are pulling that from but one thing that I think is cool is you can pick whether you are in the northern or southern hemisphere. Okay. So you can have the seasons reverse. So, like, if you don't oh. want it to be the season that it is right now, you could just pick the other hemisphere and have it be reverse. Mm. I think that's kind of cool. It was like in New Leaf, you had options to be like, oh, what kind of, like, hours would you play this game? Mm-hmm. So I had it so that since I would play at night, that's when daytime would be. Right. Because usually in Animal Crossing people go to sleep right that's, at a certain hour that's so why you, i asked about the so time. they didn't show that in this yet but you in theory if they're not going backwards from the last game you'll be able to set like oh mm-hmm. i'm someone who is like a night owl and so then it will be nighttime but everyone right. will stay awake and the stores will still be open so like that's how i had new leaf set up is just because i would be at work all day so i'm not gonna be able to play until six seven o'clock yeah and so then it's like oh the store's open until nine mm-hmm. what the fuck am i gonna you know so they had stuff like that in the last game. I assume that they will not go backwards with that. Animal mm. Crossing is one of the franchises where I feel like they generally just add stuff. And right. They haven't really taken anything away yet. So I, I this seems like exactly what people who were looking for wanted, and they <laughs> exactly yeah it was uh, exactly twenty or thirty days. It was exactly a month. 
from yeah, that it, direct until the game. Right. So it was, a, it was interesting to see. And with that, I think that's all the news stuff that we had. Yeah, I mean, and now we're going to move into games, which... Yeah, which the first one's not a game. No. But it is about a game. I added it because I was like, oh boy, I didn't... I mean, we'll get into it later, yeah. but like the first thing is the Sonic movie, which we went and saw last With Thursday. Thursday. The opening, the opening, uh, mm-hmm. opening day for Sonic the Hedgehog, which I will say it was far from a full house. It was there. far from a full house, and so let me. This is more of a movie theater thing. Mm-hmm. There was an empty row behind us. There were multiple empty rows in front of us. Why the fuck, when you can pick your own seats, would those three people have picked the seats next to where we were? To be off-center mm-hmm. from the screen, but then also know that they would for sure be sitting next to someone. That's I bizarre. I would that never is... do that to someone. There was so many open <laughs> rows yeah. where you could sit in the middle, and it was only like four people. You want to sit off-center like that? That's weird. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There were like those three... And then there was definitely like an older guy behind. Yeah, there were us. some people in the in the back yeah, for sure. But yeah, not many people in the no, theater. No, but more than I thought there would be. Oh, definitely, because up until like two days beforehand, there was us and mm-hmm. one guy. So mm-hmm. that's excellent. I uh, <laughs> I didn't look, but it was on track to gross more than Detective Pikachu domestically. I saw it's doing better than Birds of Prey. It is doing better than Birds of Prey. That's which true. Which the people who are like anti-feminists are very excited about that for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I the people. Every, it's weird because everyone who I've heard talk about that they saw Birds of Prey was like, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was yeah. all right. So I, I don't know what the hell's happening there. It, well, I think it's just because it's women, all women. So it's like, oh, it's a feminist film. It's like no, when, I know that I know that, but oh, like it yeah. also the, all the articles are about how it's like bombing and not doing. Well, oh, but I just like I, I don't know why that is happening specifically. Uh. <laughs> You have not watched all the movies in the DCEU. No, I mean, I know, I that, I know that they're not great. I've been watching, so we can talk about that if you want to. I'm okay. Uh, I mean, I've sat next to a girl who watched Aquaman twice on a mm-hmm. plane. So I, mean, I know all about Aquaman. Who doesn't want to see Jason Momoa with a, with a shirtless? I mean, uh, He was wearing a shirt at the end, I think. I, Unless he was underwater. I don't remember. It was just weird. She skipped to the end of the movie. It was bizarre. Anyways, Aquaman's okay, but that's the problem. Like, I know, but would you watch it twice on the same flight? I would watch the whole thing, maybe not just like half. No, yeah, (laughs) not the second half. Yeah, 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 okay, just checking, (laughs) just checking, because some people do that on a flight. Uh, This movie is fine. Yeah, it's it's it was it was a fine movie, definitely geared towards children. Yes, it was. I thought it was funnier than I thought it would. I thought Mm -hmm. that I would never laugh. But there were points where I was not supposed to laugh that I laughed, and some points where they wanted me to laugh that I laughed. Okay, I... why Why were there two references to Olive Garden? The second one really got me. The like... second one got me real good. <laughs> and that one I thought was really funny for some reason, because yeah. it was like, what the fuck is this movie? Why Olive Garden? The other product placement that really, I just... I rolled my eyes so hard. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. When they're talking about, yes, I was looking for apartments all day in San Francisco on <laughs> Zillow.com. <laughs> and then, and yeah. they like show it to the camera and they say Zillow.com in such a weird way. And I was like, what? What? But I also did appreciate that it was San Francisco. Yeah. And it was like $4,000 a month. Yeah, for the apartment. 
it was weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog, man. It Ben Schwartz does an okay job as Sonic, as mm-hmm. his voice. I think. Um, that's probably why it was funnier than I would have guessed, is because Ben Schwartz is actually a funny human. But did you think Sonic was funny? Mm, that's a good point. I thought things happening around Sonic mm-hmm. were funny, but nothing that he said probably no. was ever really that funny. Uh, Jim Carrey was peak Jim Carrey, man. He was, was 90s Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, he was just doing his weird shit with mm-hmm. his weird voice and facial expressions, and that was something else. Okay, I I am going to say this definitively. I do not think that James Marsden is a good actor. I don't think James Marsden is a good actor. I think he, he was fine. He was fine, but I don't think he's a good actor. And I mean, people like, try to. T- I've had people tell me like, "Oh, I think he's great," and I was like, "What is he in?" He was he was Cyclops in X one, two, and three, and part right. of Days of Future Past. He was in the film Hop, where he plays a cop again or something. No, maybe he was a criminal. I don't remember. He plays someone with a CG Easter bunny. Right. And I th- he's in Westworld and a couple other things, but I'm just saying like I there's not a lot that I thought he was doing super great in the film. Yeah, that was going to be my kind of point is like I I'm not going to go on a, <clears throat> and say like hey, he's a bad actor, but I'm not going to sit here and say he was an enchanted by the way. So that, Okay, well maybe that's why people like him. <laughs> the people really like enchanted. Oh, do that, they? Yeah, that's Yeah, like I'm just trying to like I don't really know much of his body of work other than him being Cyclops, which, in fairness, you just hate Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops fucking sucks, but he also wasn't good as Cyclops. Uh, I, anyways. Enchanted. Yeah, he's, he's not in... No, I don't know, man. I, it, yeah, it's kind of one of those People cases... People try to tell me, I, who knows, maybe I'll watch a James Marsden film and I'll really love it. And that's that's fine. Yeah, it's kind of one of those cases, is, it, is he a bad actor... Or, well, no, I don't want to... Is he just, like, a very mediocre actor, or has he never had, like, a good part? Or, or has, do I only see him in terrible movies? I didn't see Or that. is he only getting not-so-great parts because he's not a great actor? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. So I will say, I... Did you see Detective Pikachu? No, I didn't. Okay, I think this movie's better than Detective Pikachu. Wow, that's actually... I, like, I, Detective Pikachu is a fine movie. Right. This, I think, was more... Had more broad appeal. Okay. To just, like, people in general. Like, it's got something for everybody, I guess. And it, I'm, I'm not out here trying to say that Sonic the Hedgehog is a cinematic masterpiece or anything. It's, like, a, fi- it's a fine movie. I, I went in with below zero expectations. I expected this to be just a raging train wreck. And yeah. It, it was fine. I expected it to be, like, and I hate this word, but just, like, cringe. Yeah. Just, like, like really bad children's humor that yeah and like it it wasn't really that it it was fine they definitely set up for a sequel i read somewhere that the sequel's already in production uh which it definitely made more money than they thought it would i think Mm -hmm. uh off the bat do you think this means sega's like let's bring yakuza to you (laughs) okay so that was legitimately my favorite part of the movie Mm -hmm. was in the beginning when they have sega's logo and it is like a conglomerate of Mm -hmm. scenes from games and kiryu is there Mm -hmm. yakuza was in that amalgamation of dumb stuff and i really liked that yeah 
so for for like sonic references i there were uh, some right like he definitely said gotta go fast he ate a chili dog actually someone talked about that with me that was my least favorite joke in the movie oh the... was when he farted from the chili dog yeah that <laughs> my favorite joke in the movie was sanic yeah where they brought the sanic meme uh-huh. That was good. That was good. That was good. Because, like, that showed, like, a self-awareness that I didn't think Sonic They would had. have. Yeah. Just Sonic in general just mm-hmm. does not have that. No. Mm. Uh, and, like, I don't know. He had rings mm. and the mushroom world from Sonic and Knuckles. I do, like, thing. I mean, like, the rings are not even close to the, what the video games no, are. Not even but they did a decent job of, like, hey, how do we introduce these rings yeah, and, and bring then, them into, uh, like... A movie and make it work because like you can't have them just be like i'm gonna collect a bunch of rings and, yeah like, i can sense. get late lives it's just yeah. like that doesn't quite work uh at one point he's wearing a headband that has like the original sonic logo where like him and he is in it mm-hmm. and that that was interesting i'm sure there were many more things that i can't think about when he turned into a ball it made the sound mm-hmm. that it makes when he charges up his ball you were also not a fan of Baby Sonic before the movie. Yeah. Still not a fan still, of Baby Sonic? Still not a fan of Baby Sonic. That that scene was weird. Yeah, it was like much sadder than It was him. much... That was, I'm not going to spoil the Sonic movie, but that was weird. That was like unnecessarily sad. Yeah. So, I, I think it is a fine movie. Mm-hmm. I... I'm glad that I did see it in theaters because I do still feel like I would definitely not buy the Blu-ray and I also wouldn't spend two and a half hours on a random afternoon where I'm like, you know what I should do this afternoon? Watch the Sonic movie. See, I'm worried because I like watching bad movies. (laughs) So I probably would have at some point. Well, I mean, that's fine, but I just Mm -hmm. like don't generally watch movies like that. And if I was going to watch one, I would watch one of the hundred other ones that I should see instead as opposed to the Sonic movie. I'll go see the sequel. Mm -hmm. They did enough to make me think that they can handle it. This This does make me more excited for the Mario movie. That DreamWorks is making. I was gonna say, but that's gonna be animated. Yeah, and I'm. That's so cool. What mm-hmm. if? What if we? What if we're at the point where video game movies were shitty for so long that the only place they can go now is upwards? You know. What if they just like get better exclusively now? The Ratchet and Clank movie wasn't terrible. Oh, I forgot about that. I probably would enjoy that actually. That was all right. Yeah, I bet that's all right. But that was specifically made with, like, the video game at the same time. Yeah. So, like, the video game actually has, like, clips from the movie in the cutscenes. <sighs> but, yeah, I, I would bet that maybe now the Sonic movie is the best, like, video game adaptation of a movie. Whereas Ratchet and Clank is kind of like... Yeah, that's a weird... That just is the game at that point. You know? Yeah, and, like, I think part of it is, like, I played the game, so, like, I had a better... I, so, like, there's probably a lot more missing if you just watch the movie, and I think that's why some people didn't like it. Mm, interesting. But, yeah, so- Sonic, I think now will actually be, will, will be probably the highest grossing video game movie of all time. I mean, like, what else is there? Well, Detective Pikachu was the highest grossing was video game movie of all time okay. until now, I think. So I, I hope that Sonic does do well for them. Mm. Uh, if only so that there can be a second Polygon interview with Pat Gill and Ben Schwartz. 
because he said in order to get the sequel interview, this movie would have to do really well, mm-hmm. and it did really well. So, okay. God, I hope so. They they draw, they both draw <laughs> Sonic. That interview. If anyone hasn't seen the Polygon interview where Pat Gale interviews Ben Schwartz, it is fuck. It's fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and it is fucking great. It's great. I really like it. Uh, so yeah, with that, uh, did you not play any games this week? I finished up all the games that I was playing the previous okay. episode, so if, like, I don't know if you want to, like, have any questions about any of the, the games. Not that I can think of. Syndicate's free on the yeah, Epic Game, Game Store, Store right yes. now. Which, I mean, like, I don't know, it's just more Assassin's, yeah, Assassin's Creed. Creed. I finished up De- Devil May Cry. Nice. Did you, did your feelings change at all at the end? Well, like... I guess we'll just spoil the ending, uh, like where like Virgil. Well, uh, yeah, spoilers for DMC, the yeah. game that no longer will be continued. Yes, uh, like they they do kind of like turn at the la- on the in the final chapter, and then it's Virgil and Dante. I'm like, okay, this is probably more in line with the game series where yeah. they're not working together. Yeah, so the final boss fight of that game is you fight Virgil, Virgil and yeah. that is a good that is I like that fight a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh. And that's why you then can play as Virgil in right. the DLC. But yeah, they they go more towards what the original franchise was like there, yes. where he gets the white hair and stuff, mm-hmm. and then they Virgil does his weird thing and has Yamato and all that mm-hmm. dumb bullshit. But yeah, I like they were. That's why I think it was weird, mm-hmm. is because people were like, "Oh, this is so different." And then if they made a second one, it just would have been Devil May Cry. Right. So it was bizarre to me that people were like, "I'm gonna do this to my <laughs> characters," because at the end they just were those characters. Basically, yeah. it was like, okay. So it was kind of like a prequel. Yeah, like I'm surprised they didn't just like put him in a red coat and make him look identical mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, <laughs> it's weird." Yeah, because like. I did that. I that and finished up that. Oh, I did play Call of Duty Ghosts that campaign. That was a that's c- the one with the dog in it, right? Yes. Cool. How was the dog in that? I don't. There's a reason why I didn't put it. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well. So and then like I've got most of what I needed. No. <laughs> And, and I did. I finished all those up like Sunday. I actually fin- I finished three games in one day. And nice. I was like, wow, that's cool. But, I finished zero games in the past like four months. So. <laughs> and then I was just like, I don't really want to get into another game right now. I that's just kind of want to take a week off. Yeah, that's fair. So then I just decided to watch bad movies or continue to watch okay. bad movies. And cool. Well, I watched nice. Suicide Squad. Oh boy. You know what's even worse? I'm never going to watch Suicide Squad, probably. But just the way that people talk about Suicide Squad, and boy, our friend Nukio Mm -hmm. fucking hates Suicide Squad. But just, I've never heard anyone be like, oh yeah, Suicide Squad. Personally, I think Justice League is worse than Suicide Squad. Interesting. I've never seen either. Mm. And I may never. So, I might watch Aquaman. Aquaman's fine. Aquaman right. looks fine. I should watch Shazam as well. I, think I, I keep telling good. you, like, Shazam is Yeah, Shazam like... seems good. All right. So, we, together, we played mm. Wind Waker. Right. Uh, we're, like, sort of near the end. We're at the part that they fixed a lot of, which is the main complaint of Wind Waker was the, near the, before the final dungeon, you have to search for the pieces of the Triforce. Mm-hmm. In the original game, it was awful and there were so many more pieces of it and it was like so much more obfuscated they 
made it a lot easier and you just get like maps that show you where they are basically mm-hmm. and then you go through and solve the puzzles and they're not nearly as difficult no they uh and we probably just did the most time com- consuming yeah we one. did the one where you have to do the 30, 30 floors yeah right. i think in the original you have to do all of them uh but yeah i i don't know i'm i still enjoy wind waker yeah. uh we're pretty close to the end it, it depends how long it takes us to get the rest of the triforce pieces but probably not that long and then the final dungeons usually like kind of long so i would guess two more play sessions yeah probably but yeah i just zelda games are cool mm-hmm. when waker continues to be super colorful and yes i just like the characters are fucking weird like when you go to town and that elvis guy who's dancing by the grave mm-hmm. like what what's going on there uh, yeah, I don't have a ton to add, just because, like, I don't know, it's more Wind Waker. Yeah, it is just, there's not a lot no. to say about it, unless you just want to get into the weird nitty-gritty of right, the right. fun plot points in each individual island trip mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, it's just a fun adventure, yeah. slash shit, Master Sword's cool, now we can, mm-hmm. we got it fully charged up, and yep. we can kill Ganon now, if we can, if we get to him. So tell me the game that I don't know. Oh, so the game I played, I played a little bit of Kentucky Route Zero. Uh, I did the first episode and then the first prelude, and last night I played a little bit of the second episode. Okay. But I got really tired and i you have to this game is only reading so for those that don't know kentucky route zero is an episodic adventure game developed by uh, studio cardboard robot and i if i am remembering this correctly <laughs> the kickstarter happened in 2011 2010 2011 right and it's an episodic game yeah and so there were large gaps between these like it, it took eight years basically for all five parts to come out yes the first three were like 2012 2013 2014 or something like that yeah and then there was a four and five had much much larger gap well five didn't come out until yeah. january 28th of 2020 yeah so. four was like 2016 and then like five just came out as you said, a month ago. So it's one of those things where, like, I remember watching videos about the first episode, and I didn't really remember anything about it, but I knew that people that I, like, generally respect who do video game critique and, like, write a bunch, uh, they re- they really liked it and mm-hmm. talked a lot about it even before. Right. But I was one of those people who was like, well, I'll just wait until it's all out. Yeah, yeah. And so that was on January 28th. They released the TV edition, which basically it came out on consoles as well because it was only PC before that. And it added these interesting interstitial things between each episode that give some more context to How are the, the game. graphics? So it's like, it's not, it's kind of hard to explain. Well, I mean, like, is it like, I mean, like, if you made a game in 2012 and then like one in 2020... It, so there, it's it, gonna look. There will be no graphical disparity okay. between it. Like, it, it could run on a toaster, probably. It, it's, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like they're sort of polygonal, but then there's no real detail on their faces or anything. Okay. So like, it just doesn't have a lot of detail going on. It's more right. just like outlines and shapes of things. Okay. And I, I find the interesting and like some things are more detailed than others, but it just it it's not like a graphical powerhouse, and they right. they picked an art style and stuck with it through the whole thing. Um, and it's more just like weird backgrounds and like yeah, small yeah. characters from far away. Uh, so what this game is, is I can't fully say yet, 
but it is an adventure game where you play as a character named Conway, and you are an antique shop delivery man. Okay. And you are looking for five dogwood drive to deliver something in your truck. Uh, and you find out that the only way to get there is getting on this highway called the Zero. Okay. Which is where the game is... It's really weird. So there's a, there's a concept in literature and things called magical realism. And it's where basically like everything is real life. But then there are weird supernatural things or things that are just like, this is weird and supernatural, but it's accepted as part of this real world. Right. right. So like it's kind of ambiguous whether or not most characters you interact with are ghosts or not. Uh, last night, actually, the part I was just at reminded me a lot of Control. Mm. which would have come out a lot before Control. Yes, it was called, yes. like, the Federal Bureau of Relocation or something. And so it's basically these people, you have to, you're asking them how to get to where you need to go, and they keep giving you the runaround, like, I'll go talk to this person or go talk to this mm. person. So there's five floors, and you keep going up and down, but, like, floor three is just labeled bears, and you go to floor three, and there's just a bunch of bears working in there. Oh. It's just, like, weird shit like that. Okay. It also, like, more fun, just weird stuff. Right. Uh, and so the, the unique hook to it is you're not so much making choices so much as you are writing the story mm -hmm. as it goes. So, like, for example, uh, now in episode two, I am with a girl named Shannon as well. And so, like, you'll, someone will say something, like, last night one of the people said something about, like, oh, well, you, if you want to do this, you're going to need this form, and you have to go to talk to this other person. And so then it's, like, Conway, in parentheses, like, as if you were writing it in a play or a movie script, and then it just says what Conway would say, which is, like, oh, where should we go, or what Shannon would say, which is, like, all right, where the fuck is this person? It doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense. And so... The same thing happens, like, the first example of it in the game is Conway has a dog named Blue, and so you just basically are writing what you think Conway is like as a character. Okay. Like, would he be more talking to the dog, or would he be just complaining out loud, but it's, like, directed towards the dog? So you'd be like, oh, Blue, here's a treat, or... Oh man, we've been on the road all day, Blue, huh? Doesn't that suck? Like mm -hmm. you, you're basically just like creating what the characters are like or right. what the situation will be. Okay. Um, and so yeah, you're basically just walking around these environments. Sometimes, eventually, you get on the road, and it's more like it's just you're a little truck, and then you pick like one of the paths, and sometimes you'll come across things on the side of the road, and it'll either be a place you can go into or it'll just have a bunch of text that says like uh, what happened when you stopped there. Kind of mm. like a choose your own adventure type thing. Right, so right. It's, it's more like a choose your own adventure book than it is like a full-fledged video game, I think, because you, even when you're walking around, there's only so much control you have. Like it's mostly just walking left or right. So, But I, I have enjoyed it so far. Mm -hmm. uh, it is definitely not for everyone, I think. Right. It's one of those things where you really have to be paying attention to it and like wanting to you have to invest yourself in it like you mm -hmm. have to want to enjoy it uh and it definitely is one of those things where like if you just looked at it from the outside it seems like it's trying to be like artsy for the sake of being artsy mm -hmm. I, I don't know how that pans out in the end people seem to say that it has like 
themes about like how capitalism has affected er, actually like areas like where we live right. like where companies have pulled out and it becomes an economic wastelander especially areas of like rural pennsylvania mm-hmm. stuff like that like mining towns stuff like yeah. that uh so I, I think it has like a bunch of commentary on stuff like that uh, because it is all it's a lot of it is about antiquated technology or like I mean Conway f- sells antiques you know mm-hmm. what I mean right, and it's, right. he's like kind of old and I guess it gets into a lot of stuff where like people can't necessarily afford healthcare and stuff mm. so it, it, it is interesting and I'm curious to see where it is going uh, but it's one of those things where I definitely have to be in the right mindset. Yeah. So like I, because of just the way it is like kind of weird and like slightly spooky, I usually like for it to be dark mm-hmm. out and I just turn the lights off and put the headphones on. And then usually my brother comes down and tries to say something to me and it scares the shit out of me. Mm. Uh, but it's just like, I just get in the right mindset. And yeah, then if yeah. I'm too sleepy, then I'm like, oh no, I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah. That's, I think a lot of people had that problem with the game last, that RPG game last year. Oh yeah. What was that game? Uh, Octopath Traveler. No, no, no. not even close. <laughs> I fell asleep when I played Octopath Traveler. No, no, I meant like where you have to be. Like, oh, alert. oh, Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium. Yes. Where like so it's I, very text heavy. Yes. And you don't want that's not a game that you like want to play when you're feeling sleepy. No, yeah, and this for sure there is no voice acting at all. Oh, right, right. And like there are scenes where it is just text, like the background will fade away, and you have to really be like, this is what I'm mm-hmm. focusing on. Uh, so yeah, I, I've also just been doing that more. I usually play games with headphones now because it helps me focus more than just like looking at a bunch of different things, doing whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I like it so far. I hopefully will finish it within the next two weeks, but I don't. I don't know. How long is each episode? Is it... I guess they wild. They 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 vary pretty wildly. I think overall, if you play all five, it's like eight-ish hours. Okay, so this is kind of standard. Yeah, like, uh, uh, episodic game where yeah, yeah. an hour and a half, two hours, somewhere else. Yeah, and I guess the, some of the like interstitial vignette things are a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Like the one I did last night was giving context to a character that you meet pretty early on in episode two. Um, and I, I guess there are some like branching path things. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't see certain characters in the first episode, they won't show up in later episodes. Oh. And it's it's not one of those things where it's like oh you're missing out. It's just like it's a different path. It's, right. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah, I I find it to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, where I like, I don't mind adventure games, but I like it more like after party that we played. Yeah, yeah. Where there it's this voice acted, and I I have a hard time immersing myself when it's just like text message, mm. like or not text, like it's all text type. Of I thing. actually it's it's weird because I feel the opposite. Whereas I feel like a lot of the time when things are voice acted, I just like totally zone out and mm. don't pay attention a lot of the time. Whereas like stuff like this, I. I force myself to pay attention more when I read, so mm-hmm. usually I retain more. Yeah. But that's just the, yeah, that's the personal. Right, where, like, me, like, I, when I start reading, this is why I don't read, yeah. because I start, I, I can only read articles, because as soon as I get reading a lot, my brain just just goes off into a million places, and I'm like, where, like, if someone's telling me, I can, I'll retain it a lot better, so. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's all I really played. I mean, mm-hmm. I played, like, fucking 700 hours of Final Fantasy fourteen. That's continuing. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Yeah, so I, I'll get into something, I'm sure, this weekend. But this week, I was just like, I'm going to take a break from games. Yeah, I, uh, actually, by the time the next podcast comes out, I will have played 
Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. So mm. I will at least have one thing to talk about. So. And Pokemon Dungeon comes out right I, around that time, right? I don't think I'm going to buy that right. right away, but I would like to, yeah. But I, I the only game I know right now that I'm going to buy is Grand Blue Fantasy mm-hmm. Versus, and then at the end of the month I will buy... Animal Crossing, Persona 5 Royal, and One Piece Pirate Warriors 4. So. And I think, oh, Ori will be in the middle of March. So. Yeah, yeah. Which I just plan on Doom and Animal Crossing. Same day. Same day. The Doom Twitter is tweeting at the Animal Crossing Twitter recently, yeah. and it's great. Uh, the Doom subreddit is making Animal Crossing Doom. I have, I have seen these crossovers, <laughs> and they're very good. Yes. But yeah, like, when Nintendo tweeted that there was going to be an Animal Crossing Direct, the Doom mm-hmm. Twitter said, is Isabel going to be there? <laughs> I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, but yeah, like, the mm-hmm. dichotomy of Doom versus Animal Crossing could not be more extreme, so I'm so glad that they are coming out on the same day. And I'm also yeah, yeah. so glad that there will be people who go to a store In and say, I would like a copy of Animal Crossing <laughs> and also Doom, Doom Eternal. Yes. Yeah, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, with that, we will get into our part three, where we have been looking back at the publishers mm-hmm. for the last generation. Uh, and then at the end we rank them, mm-hmm. uh, give them a letter grade. This week's is a fucking. This is gonna be hard. Oh yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> yeah. So Bethesda, mm-hmm. some would say one of the more well-known video game publishers just by regular humans because people loved Skyrim and Oblivion and fall people regular people love Fallout and right. Oblivion and all those things uh I th- do do people think of them as publishers or more developers I feel like I would think more people developers. just think about like Bethesda Bethesda the, video games the Elder Scrolls and Fallout right. basically but they do yeah I don't I don't I bet a lot of people don't really realize that they publish a lot more yeah, yeah. stuff but they they didn't get into publishing other things really until uh, the last generation, like yes. PS3, when they published Wet. Mm-hmm. Obviously, too bad we can't talk about Wet here, you know? Uh, fuck, dog. You... Their trajectory this generation is... I don't... Yeah. It's bizarre, so... It does make sense. The first thing that they released is Elder Scrolls Online. So, this game... I believe went through uh, like it did not launch well. Like no. I don't, people didn't really like it at launch. People like it now. Yeah, that's. Uh, and I know that it's gotten a lot of expansions, and I... people just seem to really enjoy it now. Every E three, we get an update of a new expansion. Ah, yes, that's Scrolls. what everyone wants to see, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that they still are making it, and people still like it. I assume it makes them a lot of money, and yeah, I if... bet I would like it if I played it. Uh. And, and that's fine. It's an, mm-hmm. it's an MMO. It's got MMO stuff. But mm-hmm. it has, like, Elder Scrolls-style characters in the world. Like, you go to Morrowind and you mm-hmm. go to the other land masses and stuff. And that's that's great. Yeah. That's uh, great. So this may be one of the ones that I feel the least shitty about overall. I feel middle of the road. I don't think it's a plus. I don't think it's a minus. No, I, no I, I, it's fine. Like they did a good job. Like it, right, it right. was not, it did not launch great. And then it course corrected over yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've made it good and they keep supporting it. Mm-hmm. So good, good on them. You know? Now, do we want to talk about any of the mobile stuff? No. Cause there's blades where you can play it one handed. So you can have a free hand. 
Uh, do you know what other game was like that? Dragon Quest Eight on the PS2. Mm-hmm. So you could jerk it with one hand and play <laughs> Dragon Quest with the other. Uh, you can do the same with Blades, mm-hmm. obviously. No, fuck, <laughs> fuck, why? So yeah, Blades, mm-hmm. which people stopped talking about, I think, the week after it released. I had one person that I work with who kept being like, oh, he's been playing Blades. And you, like, build your fucking town and it mm. takes so long and the real-time counters and stuff. Like, it was the most mobile-ass mobile thing in the world. Was that brought to you the Switch? It was supposed yeah, to come to the Switch. I don't know if it ever did come to the Switch. That's what I was saying. Fallout Shelter was supposed to come to the Switch, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about did Fallout it? Shelter. People, Fallout Shelter's okay. People have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And they recently updated it with a bunch of new content. But, yeah, Fallout, Fallout Shelter's whatever. Blades yeah, yeah. is, like, crazy because yeah, it's yeah. the closest thing to an Elder Scrolls game in a long time. And it's a mobile game that has a bunch of weird mobile game trappings and whatever. D- did that Commander Keen game ever come out? I think so. Okay. That's weird. I don't really follow the mobile scene too much. Yeah. I just remember uh, Blades and Todd Howard saying, "See, so you can have one hand free," and I was like, "Oh, thank you, Todd." Yeah, I've we always, appreciate I it. I always need one hand free. Thanks, Todd. <sighs> so I don't have a lot to add to Elder Scrolls. We just talked about their mobile games. Um, Wolfenstein. So is this is one of the ones generally where positive. They're the publisher. Yes. Machine Head. Machine Games. Machine Games. There you go. They're the ones that developed this. Yes. Yes. And so they... So the reboot of Wolfenstein? Yes. And I th- as far as I understand, they went to Id and then they were like, hey, can we you know, do this? And then Id was like, yeah, go ahead. So then they made the new order and that was received generally positive, I think. Yeah, generally positive. I remember people liking it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, you just play as BJ Blazkowicz and uh, it starts in like World War Two, and then it like you get it, you get like shot in the head and then you're in like a coma for 20 years and then you finally wake up in the 60s and the Nazis won the war and then you got to kind of like fight through Germany to you you really because you're still stuck in europe so you want to like fight through the nazis to get back to america mm-hmm. so then and then that's where the second one the new colossus kind of takes over yes which that one is very very positive yeah people really like that one mm-hmm. it has i mean they both have wild story mm-hmm. elements and stuff but the new colossus has some pretty yes. crazy shit that yes. goes on in it and by all accounts, very positive yes. from almost everyone. Yeah, I mean, that was, like, a game of the year contender that year. Yeah. And then they had a couple, like, just, like, spent, like smaller smidoffs. The Old Blood, which I still liked. I thought, thought that was okay. And then mm-hmm. Young Blood, which that is definitely one of the worst games I played last year. Yeah, so it was, you play as BJ's twin, twin daughters. daughters. Yes. And instead of just making it a straight first-person shooter like the other ones were, it was uh, had RPG elements. It had RPG elements. It was more but, like um, I, I'm trying to think of like a it, it it was I can't think of the studio, but like Dishonored and Prey. Oh, uh, oh dear God! Something Leon. Leon. What is the... That's going to drive me nuts now. I can look it up quickly. Dishonored. 
I'm, this is great podcasting, by the it way. It is. I, I, Arcane. Yeah, Arcane. Arcane. There you go. Uh, I, like, they worked with Arcane to make this game, and I, I felt like it, it felt more like an Arcane game than a Machine Games game. But see, that's weird, because people like Arcane games. I think And it, people did not like this game. But, like, they did... It, it was lacking the story, and it, was, it wasn't it was linear. It had, like, more of the Arcane, where, like, multiple branching paths and stuff. And it just... It didn't work in a Wolfenstein game. It'd be, like, Uncharted having all these different paths and them not having a great story. It's just, like... That can work in some games, but, like... In narrative games, you're looking well, for a narrative. Even outside of that, like, it just seemed bad yes. I, I don't know like uh, the few times i watch people play it like i watched someone play it to completion um just like when the enemies are like higher level than you yeah, and it that, seems like kind of arbitrary yes. and there's weird difficulty spikes and it was meant to be played co-op and yeah. it's, it's just a lot of strange choices all in one i hope that the third game is more like the second game for people who enjoy that. Yeah, I, I have full faith it'll because like that when that's a spinoff, I think they were trying some new things on just like a spinoff game, mm-hmm. and I have full faith that the the third one will be back on track. But like I would say, the Wolfenstein series for Bethesda is probably one of the more positive. Oh yeah, it's because they didn't make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> that does help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next one I think is another one that kind of is like an even yeah, yeah. playing field. The, the the guy who was credited for the making Resident Evil, Shinji Mikami, he his studio, which I will never be able to remember the name of, uh, they made another zombie game. Like people were like, "Oh shit, Shinji Mikami's making a game called The Evil Within, zombies and stuff." Right, and. Uh, there is more to it than that. People who Tango. have played yeah, t- Tango games. Um, people would be like, there's more to it than they're just zombies. And, I'm, you know, there's always more to it. But it, uh, it was fine. Like, people thought it was fine. Yeah, and yeah. I remember some people having weird complaints about, like, difficulty and bugs in the beginning. And then I think they fixed that. The second one... I heard a lot about, and it seemed wild, and I don't know that Shinji Mikami was as involved with the second one, Mm -hmm. but you, like, go inside someone's brain, Mm -hmm. and you're, like, in this weird magical brainscape place, because I think just like Resident Evil, there is some kind of virus. I I don't know a whole lot about those two games, just other than... They publish Tango's games, you know what I mean? These are, they got a big name in Shinji Mikami, and they're just, by all accounts, mediocre at best third-person shooter slash, like, kind of survival horror games. Right. So. Yeah, I I wrote them down, I was like, I don't know anything about these games. So I looked them up on Metacritic, and I think the first one had, like, a 74. Yeah. And the second one was 76. Yeah, slightly higher. Uh, their new game looked interesting electric tokyo boogaloo what the fuck (laughs) i wrote it down i I can't remember what it was tokyo ghostwire tokyo yeah ghostwire tokyo and but like uh, did that look interesting or did everyone just fall in love with the woman uh yeah i mean she was cool but then but then she left yeah she is not there anymore but no the game actually looked kind of cool okay it didn't it didn't appeal to me i was like i do not care about this and just like everything they said about it is Mm -hmm. interesting even though it's just the same kind of like sort of survival horror-esque thing but it's spooky it it was it was spooky (laughs) that is true (laughs) 
They're all spooky. Yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) See, this is... I wanted to ask, how are we doing this, like, when we come get to, like, the rankings and the grades? Are we going to... Here's a great example. Mm -hmm. Um, When we get to Microsoft, Uh Crackdown 3, is that a positive or is that a negative? That depends on you. For you, it's a positive. <laughs> like that's uh, the reason why I'm asking is: Are we looking at this subjectively, or are we going to look at this objectively? I think even if you're looking at Microsoft objectively, like Crackdown's not that bad. Well, that but it, it you can't call that a positive. They spent like <laughs> ten years and they made a Xbox 360 game. That's fine. I mean, this is this is our list, so it's whatever you feel about it. Okay. Like, just how, okay. how do you how do you feel about it? Because like Fallout Four is one where like I feel like generally it's positive. F- fuck that. But like you hate fuck it. Fuck that. And I didn't like it either. I. So I am not, I don't like Fallout that much. And like, that's my thing. So I come into it knowing like, hey, I probably won't like this. I played a quadrillion hours of Fallout 3 and had a fun enough time. Mm -hmm. And it was okay. And like, at that point, I was still accepting Mm -hmm. of, oh, it's just that Bethesda open world jank. And like, I'm playing it on PS3. So it's like even more fucked than usual. Fallout 3 came out after... Uh, Skyrim or before? Before Skyrim. Okay. Uh, so was that your first? Fallout 3 came out, uh, I bought it on PC my freshman year of college, so it was in 2008 that it came out on PC. I'm just curious. In the fall. Going off track here. Yeah. What was your first Bethesda like RPG? Morrowind. Okay, it was Morrowind. Yeah. And Morrowind is... Did you play Oblivion? 10 out of 10. I did, yeah. Okay, so you went Morrowind, you liked Oblivion. I did not really like... Fallout 3. Fallout or, 3 is okay. Uh, and and then, then Skyrim. Skyrim I really liked. And, and, then, and then you're like, okay, I generally like these. Yes. So then you went into 4 with, I assume, fairly high hopes. Yeah, and it's one of those things where everyone is always so much more excited about Fallout than me. Like, I know people who have Fallout tattoos, you know what I mean? Right. I, so... And I, I knew people, at, I work with people who have, like, a Fallout mug on their desk, you know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things where it's just, I get that people really like it, and right. that, like, kind of, like, mid-50s aesthetic, that is the opposite of what I like. Yeah. I want it to be modern day, or the future, or, like, medieval times. <laughs> Okay. So the the weird like semi I, I don't know. I just I just don't like the Fallout aesthetic, right? So did you But Fallout 4 I think took my hatred and like played okay. upon everything I did not like mm-hmm. and amped it up to 300. Right. Like the game literally broke for me. And to, to the point where I lost like hours of progress because it was so fucked up in an elevator. Now in fairness, you played the PS4 version, uh-huh. which was broken. It was the PC version was like the way to play that game. Correct, yeah, so. but then but then they like put out a pro patch yeah, and yeah. we're like, oh, it'll be fine now. And I was like, I'm not fucking playing your stupid game. And it just like I, by all accounts, people did not think that four was written well, mm-hmm. and it just none of the plot lines were as good, especially after New Vegas. But then even comparing it to Fallout Three, like it just right. was mostly inferior i think which comparing it to new vegas is weird because that's a completely different studio it is but i mean still like you're it's a game in the fallout franchise you know what i mean and so it's just one of those things where it's like you're looking for your 
your family it just what it didn't really grab me at all yeah and then like, when it broke i was just so over it and like scott really likes fallout and he mm, liked fallout 4 and, and he, he loved the shelter stuff yeah and he liked the building and i just don't like that never interests me in anything so when they were like adding building that was shitty and buggy and you can't really do a whole lot with it i mean you actually can but mm-hmm. it, the tools were just like the controls in it were not great the tools for it just there it should have been better and aesthetically it doesn't look good no i did and that's why i don't like a lot of that stuff is because it just looks old and dingy well it's not just old it looks like old and like falling apart and mm-hmm. it's just like i don't mind like the older style like i don't mind like bioshock but like i get it like this is the post-apocalypse right yeah, like yeah, shit's yeah. broke i get it but then like i just i don't really like the post-apocalypse that much same some people really like it i just find that it's empty which yeah which like fallout isn't usually empty like that's my other thing is usually there is so much to go out and right. see it's just usually it doesn't end up appealing to me it's like oh i found another mm-hmm. chest with tin cans in it like right, who fucking right. cares um but the thing for fallout 4 that like broke it for me was i was like in an elevator and it just the, the game actually broke like mm-hmm. i fell through the elevator and a bunch of other weird things happened and then the way that auto saving worked it like screwed me out of hours of progress and i just i had had enough mm-hmm. but other than so I, I just wasn't having fun and the game was broken right. and i remember the game of the year deliberations from a bunch of different mm-hmm. sites that year like people being so mad about this game like like i was yeah, yeah. saying like it's fallout 4 was the point where i it was no longer excusable for it to be as broken as it was right and i i feel that way going forward like it was that was the breaking point for me where it's like you have made too many of these games at this point where they are this fucked up mm-hmm. you can't have them be this fucked up anymore and like I know that people will put up with that because they love Fallout, but fucking one of the DLCs was in an area that's all fog. Oh, yeah, Your game already runs like dog shit. Why the fuck would you make that your number one thing? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, Scott had, like, that weapon. and Oh, yeah. It, I Yeah, the bottle caps exploding yeah. out of it, so everything would chug to, like, two frames a second, as far as I am <laughs> to understand. Like, that, I, I can't take that kind of yeah. stuff. But it just... And people are always like, oh, but there's so much going on, and, like, there's so much to do. There are now other games that have that much going on that work. The also, Witcher 3 works. Also, like more fun to play like i just it's not fun to run around and shoot people which i understand like that's not the point but like that's what i want to do i mean it is for some people like vats vats is interesting i guess but then like that's not like a first person shooter no and that's that's, yeah so there's always dice rolls and that always feels bad to me when it's like i shot you right in the head and there's dice rolls on this so it was a miss Mm -hmm. (laughs) fuck you uh so yeah, I like I personally just very much did not yeah. like Fallout 4 and to me that was like the prelude to the one they made after it where right. I was like I don't expect the next Fallout game to be very good anyways. And I was not excited anyways. Looking at this list, mm-hmm. is this the only game you played? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Bethesda fan number one. Uh, I wish I had played Dishonored 2, mm. to be fair, uh, because I think I would really like Dishonored and Dishonored 2. It's just one of those things where now 
I mean, you know me well enough. I'm just never going to go back and do it. You know what I mean? I think you would have liked the Wolfenstein. I think I would like Wolfenstein as well. But I I think I would really like Dishonored and Dishonored 2. The right. world seems really cool. So. Mm-hmm. But but no, the rest of them, it's just like it, they exclusively make things that I probably wouldn't really enjoy. With right. the exception of Doom, I guess. But, yeah, man. And it's just, it's one of those things where I am more on the Elder Scrolls side of it. So it's people now I feel like always clamor for they want more Fallout instead right. of Elder Scrolls, but I would way rather have an Elder Scrolls game. Right. Personally. But now like with how broken Fallout Four was, like if they had just put an Elder Scrolls game out right after that that was that fucked up, like I wouldn't have enjoyed that either, you know what I mean? They did put out another Fallout game that was They sure did. They we'll get to it. So yeah, I Fallout Four is fine for some people, but yeah, like yeah. for me, definitely not. Right. I I, I can't sit here and be like oh that was a and, and like i get it the game didn't break literally for everyone mm-hmm. but when it happens to you it's it, there's only a certain level of forgiveness you can have and, and i was done with it at that point point. and you have to be enjoying your experience up to that point when you're like i'm not liking this and a game breaks and it's like oh you have to basically restart like i just wasn't doing those things yeah. for those few hours like i wasn't gonna do it again, right right so. uh but then it made doom. Yes, and I th- I think this is generally the most positive you can oh, you can out say of about all of these for sure for a multitude of reasons. One being it played so well, but two, Bethesda really let it take their time. Like this was in developmental hell for the longest time. Yeah, it was. It was, and like they they basically allowed it to completely scrap what they were making because. They were making that Call of Duty Doom game, and then everyone's like, "This looks terrible." And then like, they're even even Id knew like, "Okay, this is this is not Doom." Mm-hmm. So they Bethesda allowed them to scrap that and basically start over. And so I I think <clears throat> that alone makes it like at least that's where I just don't understand because not to jump ahead, but like Fallout seventy six, why did they rush that out? Why does it exist? I mean, is an even better question. Like, uh, yeah. I don't. But like, so like, it, that's the weird thing. It's like they care. They're willing to let these developers do this, but not themselves. So the only the only thing I can think of that might counter that is like Doom is one of the video games like it is like one of the er video games just to like why people still thought video games were cool back then Mm -hmm. i mean like it had a lot of like the catalysts and like why video games are rated now right people remember doom like doom is an iconic thing yes and so doom 3 was kind of divisive yes but i i would just assume that they uh, maybe at that time they couldn't afford for doom to be bad you know what I mean? Right. And maybe it has enough sway that they were allowed to just be like, no, we yeah, are not we're, releasing we're gonna, this. Yeah, we're going to do this our way. Or right. It's, yeah, we're not. But either way, they, they allowed them to, I think it took like six years or so. Yeah, and I mean, they reinvented it in a fun way. Yes. Like everything is just so over the top and mm-hmm. crazy that it, it yeah, it, it's really cool mm-hmm. that they were allowed to do that and it's really cool that it was actually received positively because yes. if you had told me at that time, like, yeah, the doom is like being rebooted and it's going to come out and everyone's going to love it, I would have never said, I would have never thought that. Yeah, because like, 
not only that, but like they released the multiplayer beta, and everyone, oh. everyone was like, "Oh no!" So that's the only part of that game that people did not like was people right. really didn't like the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, the new one, they're trying different things. Like you're doing like a Left 4 Dead ish type mode where someone plays as the demons, sort of, kind of like the board game. Actually. Yes. Yeah. The one thing that sucks is, as far as I understand, the campaign is done, and they delayed it to uh, finish the multiplayer. Yeah. But, I mean, it, if the multiplayer is good, then right, like, that's, right. that's cool. It's an added bonus for people who would like to play that kind yes, of thing. Yes, but I, I'm just here for the, the, the campaign or whatever you want to call it. And the first campaign, like the 2016 Doom, was fantastic. I mean, like, that's where they brought in the glory kills. And, I mean, it really it encourages you to get into the fight and not, like, hide behind things. Cause you, because the only way you're going to get ammo and health is to go up and glory kill. Yeah. So it's just, it, I mean, just so well thought out between the music and that being very front and center. Oh boy, Mick Gordon. Yes. Is so <laughs> I listen to the Doom soundtrack mm-hmm. very often, but yeah, Rip and Tear is a mm-hmm. is a great song. It's it just inject, Overall, it's injecting just great, adrenaline yeah. right into your veins, mm-hmm. and the aesthetic works. The story. Although it's not front and center, if you do take the time it to read <laughs> read things, it is bizarre. Yeah. It. It's just so well thought out, and it's hands down the best shooter campaign I played this generation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that one is definitely, like, yes. universally positive. I think mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say they didn't like that game that played it. So, um, cool. Yeah, and then there's Dishonored 2. Which, which is just better Dishonored, from yeah, what yeah. I have to understand. Like, they just took those systems and made them better and that's yeah yeah and it had the cool thing where you could like at the beginning choose between the father and the daughter mm-hmm. and i think the daughter had like the magic or whatever it is yeah and the son did not the father didn't Their father yeah there I believe that is the case, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, it's, that's why I, I wish I had played these games, is because the world seems so cool. I can't mm-hmm. remember what the hell that's called when they have the magic, but then they like have all their weird religion stuff and right. the way the world is structured with the hierarchy of society and stuff. I, mm-hmm. That all seems so cool and interesting to me. Uh, but then they're stealth games at their core, mm-hmm. and I hate that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I do like... Uh, Dishonored 2, as far as I remember, I think has way less of a penalty for being caught. Less of a penalty being caught, but I remember there was like a penalty for killing because then like the bodies would like bring in flies or bugs yes. or something. Yeah, the you have to dispose of the bodies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they stay there forever and like people find the right. bodies and know you're there, but that's... I mean, you could live with that if it's not yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. just a terrible stealth experience in my opinion. So yeah, pe- people like that one. That right. was generally more positive uh, in terms of like reviews and things like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. But that's Dishonored and I think just in general games Arcane makes are made for a very specific subset of people. Right. And if you are not that person, like, it's just not going to do it for you. And I'm not. Yeah, so. And Prey, I always think of Prey as that weird game that, I think it was the IGN reviewer that played the game, encountered that game-breaking bug, had to restart, encountered the same bug, had to restart, and then encountered the same bug, and then gave it like a four out of ten, 
and then everybody else gave it like 80s or something like that. Yeah. Was it Prey? It was Prey that, I that don't happened, know. I right? I don't know if it was Prey. I remember there was a game-breaking bug in Prey. Yeah, and I think it like the same guy encountered the same bug three times, and he was like, I can't finish this game. It is broken. And then nobody else really encountered that for yeah, reviewers. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Prey is definitely that type of game where... It is either for you or mm. it is super not for you. Right. And it is definitely, I would not enjoy Prey, I don't think at all. Yeah, because it's like on a space station. It is on a space station. So like the aesthetic and all that stuff is cool. And this is weird because it's a reboot of Prey. Right. And that original Prey is fucking weird as hell too. Uh, but yeah, it's got the weird morphing enemies and stuff. And it's one of those things where it's closer to... A survival type game than it right. is like a shooter. So it's you have super limited ammo and like things can kill you very quickly, and that's just the kind of thing that I don't really like. It had that weird gun. Yeah, the very strange gun. Um, that like shot like white marshmallow stuff, then you could walk on it. I don't remember. It had a weird roguelite DLC mode. Oh, yeah. Where you could, like, unlock more characters. That actually seemed kind of cool. But it's just one of those things where, yeah, you're slowly making your way through the space station, reading mm. emails and stuff, talking to robots, trying to figure out what happened, why these things are happening. Mimics? There are mimics, okay. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, you have to, like, be careful in each room because a mimic could be anything like a coffee cup. It's yes. the one that usually was shown or just anything. I think this game had, like, one of the coolest intros, though, from hmm. what I remember. It was just like, oh man, this seems like a really cool intro. And then you get into the game and I was like, I am not into this. Yeah, and it's... So it is very much <laughs> the peak of immersive, immersive sim. Like, right. it is so that that it is mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. Like, people talk about Bioshock as that, but Bioshock is like... <laughs> fucking the world's fastest shooter on earth in comparison to this game so it's i don't know yeah that mm. that did really well for them i would guess that they will make a sequel to prey they're working on that ghost or death loop oh yeah forgot about that trailer from mm. e3 i would still guess they're gonna make prey 2 though i wouldn't yeah which they've already done too and i I don't know when Deathloop is coming out. It might be this later this year, or maybe a next-gen game. I'm... Yeah, I would guess it's a next-gen game, but I don't really know. Uh, then we come <laughs> to the largest banger ever to grace Earth. This is the biggest disaster of the generation. Fallout 76. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I would any, say so. the second closest has got to be No Man's Sky, right? Yeah, but No Man's Sky turned around now. They just put out another update. Well, no I actually did no shit. I almost played No Man's Sky yesterday. Wow. Because they just put out this weird new update where you can now, like, grow tentacle spaceships. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is this game? Mm -hmm. You already fixed it. Like, you don't have to keep putting out updates. And they just keep putting out updates. And I, I bet if I got in there, it would be an unrecognizable thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Fallout like, 76 still sucks. What do you mean? They're adding... They're, they're finally adding the NPCs. They're coming. Oh, I thought that was already supposed to have happened. Did Maybe it, it already happened, and that, that, that makes it even better. And they added a Battle Royale mode. I remember the, yeah, the Battle <laughs> Royale mode. I remember that. 
uh, <laughs> and and like, oh, we're at low as we can go now. And there's Fallout 76 first or whatever that subscription service was. <laughs> so I Fallout 76 was insane because I remember yes. when it was announced mm-hmm. and everyone I knew who really likes Fallout was so excited. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I will definitely hate this game mm-hmm. without knowing anything about it. I don't... I, the things I like about single-player Bethesda games are that they are single-player and they focus on a story and you interact with, like, characters and stuff like that. Like, they have interesting narratives and things like that. And also, I just don't like Fallout, right? right. So it took away anything that I would have enjoyed about a Fallout game and was like, yeah, we don't have that. And I was like, so, thousand percent, this game is not for me. I did not expect it to be as <laughs> horrifically shitty as it was, though. And I have heard a lot about this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I like about this game is that people like Fallout so much that they gave it a shot. Like, people people tried to play this game. People tried to like this game. We know somebody who played this game more than he should have. Yeah, to completion, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even then, like it's still like people couldn't at a certain point. They're right. just like, "Oh, we can't." And I remember I was watching streams because I was just fascinated by how <laughs> fucked up this game was, and like, were people? How were people finding enjoyment in it? And even after like a month or two, those people were just like, "I, I can't play this game anymore. Like, I can't do it." They keep adding all these weird like cosmetics that you have to pay for to like make your houses look cool and good and stuff and it just it just was one fuck up after another like the whole the bag situation (laughs) (laughs) where you had to like apply to get your bag from the special edition because they came and were such cheap pieces of garbage the duffel kerfuffle the duffel (laughs) yeah like what were they were supposed to be made out of they they were supposed to be they they came as nylon yeah and they were supposed to be like like like, like I can't I can't think of a like, I can't material think of a word, but yeah. a much heavier material like a good material that would last and like that helmet was of a terrible quality it just like that stuff sucked then there was the thing where they their customer support like fucked up and like people had access to everyone's records of like their name and how they contacted and stuff so that was fucked up and that only happened for a little bit they just like people's inventories would get deleted all the time Mm -hmm. it would just crash constantly crash constantly especially when people would nuke uh the area people figured out how to launch the nukes constantly because you can just go to a website and get the code so you don't even have to figure it out it just it and so what i what i think is weird is i thought it was gonna suck beforehand because like i knew it wasn't gonna be for me but even then it's just taking away what most people consider to be the good parts of fallout right and stripping them out and making it this weird multiplayer experience thing. And then there was at no point where I saw gameplay before the game came out where I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. People are going to love this. Like, it looked shitty then. Mm-hmm. And so, I just can't believe that 
that brand had so much goodwill where even when the trailers and stuff came out and it so obviously looked shitty that people tons of people still bought it like that game sold well yeah i'm trying to think what what's that song like west virginia going home yeah country road country road like that became one of the most listened to songs because of that trailer i mean that's just a hot jam but, but like, yeah. but like, it saw like a massive spike right before. Oh yeah, but I, I just like it's, it's amazing how they could have so many people just be like, oh, I love this franchise. I'll oh yeah, 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 I'm very excited to then just so completely drain all of those people of mm-hmm. all hope that mm-hmm. it could ever become a good product. Yeah. Like, it's baffling to me that they had that much goodwill going in and they burned literally all of it. Like every day. During when the year when that game launched was some other insane fuck up yeah. or some insane statement that someone would make about saying something like they could not catch a break. Like at a certain no. point, it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. like I would turn. I, I there was a point where I would sometimes at work, if I wasn't happy, I would go to the Fallout 76 <laughs> subreddit and read comments <laughs> because it was just so like this shit is wild. Yeah, it like it is. It is lawless in the subreddit. Where, like, even Nomad Sky, like, even when, like, I that got way oversold. Mm-hmm. But, like, once all that went away and it was just, like, the like people that, still playing. And so I think they did the most, that I think was smart, where people say usually you shouldn't go radio silent and you should always, like, be out there saying things. He, that was the smartest decision they made was not saying anything until right. they had that update mm-hmm. that added the bases and stuff. And they were like, so we did this. Right. And it is free and it is closer to what you wanted. And then they just don't say anything. And then, like, four months later, they're like, oh, here's another expansion. And mm-hmm. now they're at, like, 300 expansions. Right. I don't even know what the fuck is in that game now, but I can make a tentacle ship. Mm-hmm. And that's tight. But, but what my initial point was, like, once we got past all of that, there was still an audience that found, like enjoyment because oh, it wasn't like it, it no, wasn't it, a broken mess it wasn't a broken mess it was fine it just mm-hmm. wasn't what they promised right and it, and so it, it i mean there was a reason why like i think a subreddit called no man's high yeah. where people would just get stoned and then just relax and play that game yeah and like you were this like i can't imagine anyone found that much enjoyment out of this game no and then there were like all kinds of weird things like people found ways to break the pvp so <laughs> right. that you could trap people and then yeah, they yeah. would have to like hit your stuff to get out so then you could kill them like just great i think that's still in the game mm. but just crazy shit like that and then for them to make that a subscription service right. where you can basically <laughs> pay to have a better experience in the game that you already fucking like Mm-hmm. tricked these people into enjoying in the first place like how are you gonna do that to the people who s- stayed with you and believed in your product how are you gonna fuck them over like that i actually tried it fallout first 76 oh because <laughs> like at e3 if you remember they were like we're going free for a week uh so i was like i might as well download this and try never it. would i have thought that I, I it was okay it's it's rough it was okay. I, 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 I swear, I swear that DLC with the NPCs was supposed to be out by now. I could have I, swore, I swear. I definitely heard something about it on a podcast a couple weeks ago that it's either coming or it's out. 
I, because I remember the first update they did was... Uh, Wastelanders, that's what it's called. Yeah, but I remember the first update they did was like it added a distillery so you could make beer... And, like, one of the main things that did was, like, delete a bunch of stuff. Okay. So, like, anyone who downloaded the update, it was, like, really fucked up. I, so, this was supposed to come out in October of last year, and then right. it got delayed. It's uh, released April 7th, 2020. Okay. So, that's crazy. Because it was supposed to be out twice. Right yes. Now, from what I have to understand. The game released and in 2018. That's according to PC Gamer 17 days ago, so... Yeah, so that's probably accurate, but yes. it was supposed to be out twice by now. Yeah, that, that, I know it got delayed a couple times, but then I was like, I'm pretty sure I heard it on a podcast a couple weeks ago that it's officially coming out. But so. I, so the other thing I can't believe is like, that up that update that they were going to put NPCs in the game was announced very close to the game's launch. No, that was... No, they they announced it. I rem- it was in like one of the first roadmap plans they gave. It was because I could have swore they they announced that at E three, and they were like, and NPCs are coming. So they announced that was in the trailer, but they had said that beforehand. Okay. I guess I just didn't and pay so attention that I can't believe that either because there's no way that you could misjudge that. Unless beforehand, was... there's no fucking way that you could have misjudged it so poorly where you put no NPCs in and then. A couple weeks later, you're like, I guess people like NPCs. <laughs> you know, the only thing that could have delivered story or dialogue. Instead, the only way you get story in this game is through fucking audio logs. Are you telling me that you didn't like, you don't like the idea of being like, there's a person in this area. They might be alive. But they never are. <laughs> <laughs> And you know that because there's no NPCs, but the game still makes it seem like they might be alive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I just, like... It, it is such a... It is a colossal fuck-up right, on, right. on their part in a way that I just, like... Every statement they put out shortly after that game came out where, like, Todd Howard and them were, like, saying things about, like... Yeah, we're really sorry. Like, we're surprised. It's fucked up. And it's like, (laughs) you had to know. Like, there's no way that they released that game in that state. And they were like, yeah, this is fine. It's like that fucking comic with the dog sitting in the room that's on fire. And he's like, yeah, everything's fine. It's totally fine. They had to be like that. Well, you knew, like, when they were not, there were no review codes or anything. And... Just everyone was getting it at once. You're like, that's not a good sign. No, but I that also I th- that means less now than it did a long time ago. I think does it? Yeah, because some things don't send out review codes. Period. Now, but like, how often are they? Do they end up being good? I mean, pretty often. Because a lot of times they just at the very least they just end up being very mediocre. I think that I actually think that happened with Doom. Doom, but that was because like right at that time, that's when Bethesda was like, "We're not doing review codes and yeah." But that, but then it was fine, and then it was fine. Yeah, so so because people had said the same thing, they're like, "Oh, this is a bad sign for this." I that that I just think recently has mean meant way less because a lot of a lot of developers don't actually send out review code on day one now. So, but then Sony sends it like a month in advance. Yeah, and I mean that makes you know. Some people are just, mm-hmm. they're good at it. <laughs> but uh, usually that's they're, because they're so confident that they're yes, like, yes. oh, this is going to rule. Mm-hmm. Get ready. And that's why, like, when they don't, you're like, huh, I wonder what this means. 
Yeah. It's just not very common. When a game is good, publishers have no problem getting that game out to reviewers as soon as possible. Usually, no. Yeah. So... Oh, and the next, the, the last one is your favorite game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rage 2. I don't, yeah. see, this is where, like, I don't have anything positive to say about it. I don't really have a ton of negative things to say about it. Did you ever play the DLC where they added I, Andrew WK? No, I'm not. What? No. What do you mean? <laughs> I just, I didn't like it. I just, no. Yeah, but they added Andrew WK. <laughs> <laughs> it's DLC. I, uh... Wait, I didn't even pay attention. Is it actually him, or is yeah, it just his music? It's him. Okay. As a character. And you can play as him? No. Or is he just he's an like NPC? A, he's an NPC. He's okay. a quest man, I believe. Uh, awesome. That, that's definitely... Yeah, that was shortly after launch, I believe. I mean, I think that would make it better. It, it's funnier, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it just... Like, I don't know how you can... It's like Destiny, where you come up with this, like, great shooting... The skills were all right, and then just somehow it just, everything else is just not that great. I, see, I can't talk about this game because I never thought this game looked good. And I remember thinking, like, I have to be missing something because fucking most people Mm -hmm. were like, yeah, check it out. It's got, like, the neon. And to me, it just looked like... This is trying too hard, just like Borderlands. But it looked like it'd play better than Borderlands. I didn't think that. Either. I thought it was going to be Doom, and it pl- it shoot it, the shooting felt like Doom. I know. It, like, how do you take a game and put a great shotgun in it, and still the game ends up being not great? Well, because Rage One existed. You know what I mean. <laughs> Well, I didn't play Rage 1. I know, but like it, Ra- I, that was like my biggest clue. Right, was like, right. why would you even make Rage 2? Yeah. I understand that Mega Textures were a real big deal at the time, and that mm-hmm. game looked fucking good. But that was the only good thing about it. Um, It had John Goodman in it. Okay, John Goodman also has been in a lot of the new Transformers movies, so I... He was... You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those weren't good either. John Goodman is is always a plus. I I I'm a big fan. <laughs> but yeah, I just it, Rage Two is one of my biggest disappointments of the generation. But that's one hundred percent on me. I you knew you I knew. I just like <laughs> I just remember always thinking this game can't be good. Mm-hmm. Like, but it also just so isn't for me. So right, that, right. That's beside the point. But it was just like. I don't know about this one. I don't know about Rage 2. Mm-hmm. But I do I remember a lot of people being like, oh, yeah, this mm-hmm. is very excited. And it was one of those things where it just, it always seemed to me like it was trying so hard to be, like, extreme and cool mm-hmm. that it could never pan out. The marketing got me. They, <laughs> I will give the marketing team an A+. <laughs> Great job. See, but even that, I... They, they, they sold me. They it did sold not it. do it for me. They sold and then it. when they put Andrew WK on it, I had extra unsold me. <laughs> oh, come on. As someone, Andrew who is, WK. as someone who's seen him live in concert, mm-hmm. not a fan. That E3 performance? Highlight of E3. Sure. <laughs> he did perform there. Uh, when uh. I saw him 
it was mm-hmm. at the end of Warp Tour. He mm. was on the main stage before the All American Rejects closed it out. So he was second. As, yeah. Wow. But I mean, all the, most good bands had already played on other stages previously in the mm-hmm. day or whatever. But yeah, he was like <laughs> one of the big people of that day, and I just was there, and people were very into it. They were not the same people who <laughs> stayed for the All American Rejects afterwards. <laughs> Uh, Were there a lot of people just wearing all white? With blood on their shirt? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was around the time that his album that came out is him with just, like, a bloody nose on the front. And it's called, like, Party Hard or some shit. Have you ever seen the music video, It's Time to Party? Where, like... (laughs) (laughs) Of course it's called It's Time to Party! (laughs) Where, like... Everybody he encounters just turns into him. <laughs> Where like if they're just a normal person. He's doing some wacky shit, and then it cuts back to the person, and then they're all in white, and they have long black hair, <laughs> and it just keeps happening over and over again. No, for two but minutes. The music video for Sweatpants by mm-hmm. Childish Gambino is the same. Okay, and he walks. Th- I love that music video. He walks through a diner. And all the people in there are not him, but each time he goes back in, more and more people are him. Mm-hmm. And it's fuck. I love that music <laughs> video. It's fucking wild. Okay. Uh, but I can't imagine people turning in Andrew WK. It, they just like have. It like cuts away and then it cuts like, away, but it's not like Andrew WK. They're just like dressed like he does, where the, all the white, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the black hair, and then at the end they're all partying. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to become the Andrew WK podcast now, but like, there are only so many fucking song titles you can have with the word party in them. Party hard. But they all, yeah, Party Hard is the name of the fucking album, I think. And I think it's a song. I, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Party Rock. Mm-hmm. There are other words other than party. But people love to party. Yeah. I love to party. You know who likes to party? Andrew WK. <laughs> no, I was going to say uh, uh, Rod Kimball from Hot Rod. No, that's true as well. He, he likes to party. <laughs> he did like to party. <laughs> that movie was so stupid, and yeah. I enjoyed it very much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, <sighs> Bethesda's not done with no. us. They're not done with this generation yet, though. They have one. We know at least one more. In Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal, for sure. I... I would bet that that's it. Yes, which I mean, if that's how they end this generation, oh, they're gonna do. Yeah, that game's that's a gonna good way be. To end that well. game's gonna be a banger. Mm-hmm. It's gonna do well for them. I would assume it's gonna review very well. Yes. Um, so that's cool. I. Which we talked about Deathloop. We none talked of about the other ones Ghost are coming. Out, Tokyo. Ever. No, they're not. They don't even exist. Starfield. Uh, God, that's still that's at least never. A couple t- years. That's never happening. Uh, the Elder Scrolls. That's, that's even. That's where they're away. done with Starfield. So it's for sure extra not happening. And then Wolfenstein Three. I think that could be next year. Yes, and that'd be a PS Five right banger. So yeah, they're not done with us. No, uh, but you know, that's that's fine. Yeah, I. <sighs> now it's time to move into the next part. What letter grade would you give? Bethesda. Holy shit, we gave Activision a C? Well, we said Blizzard was a B. That's true. And then Activision, like, what did they really have? Because in my head, I was going to say C for this, 
But that can't be now. Wait, really? You're going to say a C when Doom exists and Wolfenstein 2 exists. Yeah. I might go lower. Wow. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yeah. I'm ready to put them at number one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but that's just because, like, Bandai Namco I'm not into, and I wouldn't have given them a B. And Blizzard I wouldn't have given them a B either. I if would, we're just going from myself. I would 100% say it's either the last one or it's under Blizzard. Because, okay, no matter what Doom did, right? Fallout seventy six is such an unmitigated shit festival mm -hmm. that it like it can't be it can't be. What? Fallout four is not great either. Mm -hmm. Fucking <laughs> what the is Elder Scrolls Blades? <laughs> hey 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 hey! Whoa whoa whoa! <laughs> Rage two, <laughs> you get like, and then uh, I'm focusing on the positives, Manny. I I would love to be that person, but I am not. Well, you, you generally, didn't, didn't play the positives. I know, but also I generally am a negative person. Mm -hmm. It's so not good. <sighs> They're so bad. Oh boy, is this going to be able to be re, re looked at? If I really like Doom Eternal, that's going to be the next question. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because no. that would make it better. That oh, would make okay. it better. Uh, so. Because then the positives almost outweigh the negatives mm -hmm. at that point. Because it's like three to five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. So, I, I'm not going to fight for number one because I'm not going to get that. I don't think I'm going to get it above, above Blizzard. I, I can I think it should be I I think it should be the third one. I I but <sighs> See, like here's my thing. Like I like Doom and Wolfenstein more than like Tekken and um what what did Blizzard Dark Souls? No, Blizzard made um, Oh, Overwatch. Overwatch. But that's just personal. That's fair. But I so, so Bandai Namco makes a lot of stuff. They do. And, 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 and it's, it's all like, like none you. of it's like bad, bro. right? And it's like all it's just like you. average. Well, right, okay, right. that's not true. They're gonna publish uh, the Fast and the Furious game, yes, yes. and Ice that's Age gonna bring it down. And then, I, so and then Bethesda's I, gonna move up. It could be two. I would say you you would be willing to go as high as two. That's fine because like I like Overwatch, right? But that is in out of the ones that we played mm -hmm. and know about, right? Right. That would be the highest one, and yes. even then, I don't play Overwatch anymore. Mm -hmm. Whereas, and it makes me angry, right, to think about. So, like, I, uh, I would say number two at this point. Okay, and but regardless, like, these are all gonna fade into obscurity when we do other ones, anyways. I think it, next week is gonna go number one. I'm sure. So that means we're giving Bethesda a B. We can't not give it a B, right? I mean, we can't. <laughs> we can't say that Bethesda's better than Blizzard. No, we can't. <laughs> You can do that. It's on our list. We can do whatever we want. So, <laughs> Bethesda gets a C. That's what I would say. <laughs> because, like, okay. Okay, think about, think about this. <laughs> because, like, what, what is the B? I get, like, is Doom... 
Doom isn't that positive to make it to get Doom's rid of the to get rid of those ne- other negatives though. Doom's a five out of five. Sure. And Fallout fa- seventy six is like a negative a thousand okay. out of ten. That's a one. I oh man. And then you add those up, and it's a three. <laughs> I think it should be. I think it should be a C overall. Okay, this is not the direction I thought it would go. So we have retroactively. If you, it can be a B, I just don't think it is. I don't know. Do you look at the positives or do you look at the negatives? I look at the negatives, but that's because they're pretty extreme in this case. I mean, like. In your mind, does Fallout 76 cancel out Doom and Wolfenstein? Kinda. And that it's that bad. I think so. Let's see, that's... It's really it bad. Was, it's really it fucked. It's still fucked up. It's It was bad. It's still fucked up mm-hmm. now. People just don't pay as close attention to how fucked up it is now. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess this is uh, the list right now, so we're gonna That's have... fine, but sometimes... Uh, sometimes things that are... Uh, lower rated you like more than things yes, that are yes. higher rated you know what i mean so <laughs> sure <laughs> so at number four we have activision unless you want to change <laughs> unless you want to go back and change blizzard to a c as well now. but then like it's fine no we could do that we could but it's fine or should we make activision a d no because then blizzard is no, I mean, should we make Activision a D and then make Blizzard a C? I mean, because, like, okay, well, well I, you I, like I, Call of Duty, so that's that's the here. The way I'm thinking about like the A B C D is like like one two three four five type of thing. Like a C being average, I wouldn't say like like D makes it seem like it, it's they've had a bad. I don't think they've been bad. I, I can't say that about Activision. When no, have, I can't say that about Activision either. So, like, C is fair. But what if we... A, B, C, D, E, F. Or we just... A, B, C, D... Yeah. F. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then and then if we want, we can have an S ranking and make this video games and give that to, like, the top tiers. Okay, we could do that. But also, <laughs> I'm saying, I don't, I don't think that there will be one that is an F. Um, yes, we will. Konami. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. I disagree with that, actually. Okay. Metal Gear Solid 5 is really good. Okay. And then, like, the the soccer games aren't bad. Okay, fair. They're fine. Okay. So, I I still, I I don't think there would be an F. EA's gonna be low. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so like yeah it is if he, Bethesda's hard cause like it's like it's got high highs yes. and low lows it's that game it's whereas like, electronic EA has like we're, lows and then lower lows and we're and like middle of the road thing. Blizzard and Activision they're just kinda like cruising along they're at fine. Yes. Yeah. although Blizzard's had some downs now with Warcraft 3 remastered yes. yeah they've had a down so I, it's fine we can just say Bethesda's highs are better than Blizzard being meh. Yeah, and I i mean, that is true. Okay, so. I, I think, like, if you balanced out what mm-hmm. Bethesda did, it would be a C overall. Yes. 
but I still, but Blizzard has less. It's, right. it's averaging less things. You right, know what right. I mean? It just is more like straight across the board. Like, oh, this is at least fine. Yes. Whereas Bethesda has some that are really good and some that are really not good. Right. So, so I'll I'll take that. So we but have we act- still had summer too, so it's fine. Yes, yes. So Activision is at number four with a C. Blizzard is uh, at a B. As a B, it's at number three. Number two is Bethesda with a C. <laughs> and then it sitting at number one still is Bandai Namco. Congratulations, Bandai Namco. I'll take this. It won't be <laughs> next week. Yeah. Well, uh, Capcom. Is, I mean, I really like every Capcom. Game, yeah, Capcom. So. It's going to be really hard to. They've had a great. Well, so like that's what I think is fucked up is if you had asked about Capcom last generation, it'd be pretty rough. If you asked about Capcom in 2016, it would have been pretty rough. That's true, but they like didn't have anything. They had Street that. Fighter. I mean, that's it. <laughs> but even then, I don't think Street Fighter is that bad. At the time, 2016, it was bad. I mean, I still liked it then. I, I mean, I played yeah. a ton more than you, but like, yeah, that's another like subjective versus objective type of thing. But yeah, which we'll get into Capcom next week. Yes. Uh, this Bethesda conversation went as about as well as I expected it to. <laughs> I'm just happy I got Bethesda into number two, even yeah. though we agreed it's a C I would grade. Ta- I would listen, man. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it, too. Because that's what I think is weird about lists like this, where mm-hmm. they're made, like, as time goes by. Yes. Is, like, because then you're like, oh, it could be in this slot, mm-hmm. but... It, does that mean you have to retroactively change what you feel about the other ones, or is it... No, we're going to yeah, leave it. We're going to leave okay, it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> What's THQ Nordic done? Um, Darksiders. Three. All right. I'm sure they've done other things as well. I know they, they just bought something, a studio. They did, yeah. I don't remember what it is. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to look at all of these. Biomutants coming out. They just uh, put out a thing saying delaying it basically indefinitely. Right. Uh, I like I'm looking at the rest of what we have listed here, and I don't, I don't think that anything will be enough. Definitely not enough, but I also don't think that anything will go below a C. Well, oh god, Square sucked this generation. <laughs> oh boy. If anything, I think that if anything was going to go lower than a C from this list, it would probably be Squaresoft. Square Enix. EA has Bioware. I look. I to be fair, I haven't looked at a list of EA games, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they're not my favorite. Yeah, I mean, so just I, think of the three Bioware this games this oh, generation. Trust me, I fucking know <laughs> all about them. So, but as I said, next week we're talking about Capcom. I love Capcom. That will be a generally positive conversation, except when we talk about the fighting games. Oh no. (laughs) Infinite. (laughs) I always forget about Infinite. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Yeah, that exists. That'll just be sad for me. I'll cry during it (laughs) when I think about what they did to that poor franchise. Yeah. How could they do it so dirty? It's a sad, sad time. That is a sad time. Anyway, I... uh, yeah, so <laughs> with a C, Bethesda doing it big. This is gonna be one of our shorter podcasts, yeah. It's because I didn't play any games, I didn't either, so that's fine, yeah. Uh, 
And with that, that'll do it for us. We'll catch you guys in two weeks. As always, the theme song, Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. And uh, have a wonderful two weeks. Peace out.